What's up, everybody? This is Jay, a.k.a. Brother Soap, welcoming you to the 44th episode of the British Soap Podcast. I am here with my homegirl, my partner in crime, the Lisa <laughs> to my sack. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. Miss Lynn, have you recovered from the tragic loss of that beautiful Queen Lisa, baby girl? Oh, my God. It hurts so bad, man. She went home. She got changed. She sat down. She said, don't let me fall asleep, and she died. I was just like, oh, my God. It's so bad. Because you knew she was going to die. You just didn't know when she was going to die. And yeah, it was it, just heartbreaking. I didn't expect that it, it to happened. be so quick. I didn't expect it to be like the day of the wedding. I expected yeah. it to be on the honeymoon. I expected them to pull a Mark Green and him die with his brain tumor in Bora Bora or something. You know, ER reference. <laughs> You know, Boo, I thought she was going to be on till Christmas. Like, I thought that they would have her on for a while and, like, keep it a secret for a while and then have her, you know, hang for a few months and then have the passing. But I guess, you know, girl, she was, you know, she wanted to do some other things with her life because she was on the show for a while, and that's understandable. But uh, it was so fast. I was so sad. <laughs> I, I cried, man. I was like, dude, I just saw Lisa die, and I am, like, in tears right now. <laughs> I will tell you, one little bright spot, like, it's it's a petty bright spot, but I don't care. Because after Lisa passed, uh, Lydia was just <laughs> trying to do this, that, and the other. And listen, I have not liked Lydia since minute one because I've always felt like, uh, Ian put her in that mix to be like a replacement Lisa and I always mm -hmm. hated that so when Zach <laughs> was not here for old girl he was just like you ain't Lisa you'll never be I was kind of like yay <laughs> yeah I didn't care it's like she tried but but yeah no mm -mm. I just know complete with the annoying apron and then she had the nerve to try to replace the blanket on the couch. Are you crazy? Yeah. Look. <laughs> and I knew the anger wasn't going to last. And Zach and old girl were going to make up. But I was just kind of like, yes, please, God. Because that is one holdover of Ian's time that I wish would just go away. Like, I liked Sam with uh, Rachel. Yeah. I liked him with her, too. I, for the life of me, I can't remember <laughs> names on that show to save my soul. But. Yeah. That was Rachel. Rachel was his. That, that was my love. Like, I loved those two. I thought they were great together, and I was so mad with Charity for splitting them up. Mm -hmm. And then when she came back, I think uh, Kato's tried to make her kind of abusive, which I wasn't feeling either. So, yeah, but this uh, Lydia, I just, I have a negative reaction to any of Ian's castings. Like I still can't with uh Kane and my Kane and uh Chaz's mom. Here. I can't I can't Oh um ah uh, shit. Uh. Faith. Faith. Yeah I can't. Yeah, it's like I'm over Faith. I I don't like him I I don't like her with uh Bear Faith either. Bear no. Or Eric. Eric. 
I mean, I feel like they're appropriate together because they're both annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I felt the same about her and Bear, too, to be honest. Yeah, Bear <laughs> is grown on me, but I'm, same. like, on day three of him growing on me, so I could still hate him again. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's still, yeah, there's still feelings. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to miss Lisa. I feel like Jane Cox did an excellent job playing her for all those years. And one nice thing about uh, her exit is that the show um, flashed back to some of her uh, introductory work, which was very cool to uh, to see. But she's the heart of that show, and I'm going to miss that baby. She was so good. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. All right, everybody. So if you have any questions about anything related to the British Soaps, or we don't cover something today you would have liked us to talk about, head over to BritishSoapPodcast.tumblr.com to shoot us an ask, or hit us up on the Twitterations at UK Soap Podcast. Well, it's been a couple months, baby girl, and uh, it's time for me to give you your (laughs) recap. (laughs) Oh, yay. I'm so thrilled. It is time for our little Corey quiz, which before today has been three lies and a truth, right? Yes. But today it's going to be Four truths and a lie. Dun, dun, dun. We're it up. <laughs> yes. So, I've got five things written down that may or may not have happened on Coronation Street in the past two months. Uh, and again, I got all this because I listened to the uh, Conversation Street podcast, which does excellent but I recaps. I do not. So, yes, but so. they do excellent recaps, so I'm going to give them a plug. <laughs> they do excellent recaps, and they have been keeping me up to date with the show because I cannot watch it under Ian McLeod because, no. So I have four things that may or may not have happened on the show. One thing did not happen. So this time, it's up to you to let me know. Which one of these is the lie? Okay. Okay. Now, have you been checking out spoilers for the show? I ha- I know a couple things, okay. but not enough to... So if David and Nick going to jail is one of the things, I know that. Okay, so we're going to do three truths and a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally the last thing that was on my list, and now it is deleted from my list. Thank you very much. All righty. So, like I said, we are playing three truths and a lie. Here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Truth or lie number one. Peter starts drinking again because he's worried about Carla. Number two. Sarah is pregnant with quadruplets. Number three. Mary accuses a woman of killing Norris. And number four, Robert is going to be a father. So, three of those things are true. One of those things are not true. Give us your take on three truths and a lie. So, I think Ian McLeod is crazy enough to make somebody pregnant with more than enough babies 
to kill a small country. So I think <laughs> that might be true. And with... Uh, somehow, I feel that with his exit coming up, there might... Like, both... Uh, Who's the space and Michelle are both leaving, so maybe they'd be having a baby abroad or something. So that could be true. Mm-hmm. And I also think that Peter would probably go nuts enough to, you know, drink again because of Carla, because he still loves her face. And don't let it fool you. I haven't seen any, but based on what I've seen before, there are still feelings there. <laughs> so, and the last one was Mary accuses a woman of killing Nor- Norris. Dude, Mary will accuse anybody of killing Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Who would kill Norris? Really? Somebody killed Norris? All will be revealed. I don't want anybody to kill Norris, so I'm going to say that's a lie, please. All right. So, three truths and a lie. So let's actually work backwards. I think backwards from what you did. All right. So truth number one. Mary did accuse a woman of killing Norris. From what I can remember... You know, Norris has been out of town. Um, yes. I believe the actor had some health issues and he took a break from the show. Yes. Well, this woman comes to Norris's house who is claiming to be his wife, but she comes without Norris. So Mary gets to wondering what happened to Norris. Oh, so he's not actually dead. He just... She just accuses him of, or accuses this woman of killing him. And somehow a woman, or, or another, the woman had ashes. And so Mary not only accused this woman of killing Norris, she like threw the ashes around, saying that the ashes were Norris. I don't remember who these ashes were, but she was Norris's wife. But Norris did pop up alive <laughs> to Mary's Okay, happiness. good. He's not dead. <laughs> no, but he is also off the show. So, so, so is he a polygamist then, or did they actually get, or did he and Mary's fake marriage get revoked? Oh, I don't remember. So maybe she was, maybe they were just engaged. Oh yes, I think they were engaged, and then Norris wanted to divorce Mary so that he could marry this other woman. I believe. Okay. Yes, but anyway, uh, it ended up that the engagement got broken off. I think Mary and Norris ended up splitting amicably, but then Norris left the show, and he ended up selling the his home to the black people who live there now. But he's, okay. he's left the show. So anyway, but Mary did accuse somebody of killing Norris, and there were ashes flying around with that. <laughs> so okay, so it's the babies. <clears throat> the babies is the lie. So <laughs> that one is true. <laughs> Number two, uh, you're right. Peter did start drinking again because he was worried about Carla because she's been having her breakdown and he was struggling to uh, deal with that. So that one is true as well. Call that. 
The next one that is true is that Robert is going to be a father. Uh, Robert knocked up uh, Tyler's mama. Oh. Vicky? Oh. Yes. Because yeah, when, really? when him and Michelle were on a break, he took up with Vicky on the cool. He'd been off the show and nobody had seen him. But what he'd been doing all that time is getting it in with Vicky and kind of making a home for himself with Vicky and her son. But on the cool, Michelle was into him and took him back. But when she took him back, he didn't say that he had uh, Vicky on the go as well. And she kept it a secret that she was pregnant. So he went to go break up with her the same day that she was going to tell him he was pregnant. And because he broke it off, she didn't say anything. But Uh then Tyler finds out that his mom is pregnant and he thinks Robert left her because she's pregnant. So then he goes in Robert's face and tells him, how could you leave my baba when she's pregnant? And he's like, you what? Tyler's the one that uh, was messing with uh, uh, Peter's boy, right? Yes. Uh, Amy's baby dad. Yes. 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 Really? You went and... Ah, really? uh And so... You know how to pick him, don't he? (laughs) Now, Robert has Vicky pregnant, and surprise, surprise, is re-engaged to Michelle. Oh, fuck. So that's going to end well. (laughs) Yes. So So, the lie... is that Sarah is pregnant with quadruplets, but you were right. You know Ian was crazy enough to make somebody pregnant with quadruplets. Who you think it is? I bet you get it on the first take. Brona. Or not Brona. I want it to be Shona so much, but I don't think it is. Uh, uh. I'll give you a hint. It's being played for comedy. So think about the comedic actresses on Coronation Street. Not, no, it's not her, is it? Who's oh her? my God, it's not Gemma, is it? Gemma is pregnant with quadruplets. Holy fuck! <laughs> with who? Or not, with, you know with, who she's pregnant with, by. With, 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 with who I think it is? You who? know who she's pregnant by. They're gonna have four babies! Well, I don't know that they're gonna have four of them, baby. Because to hear the conversation street, uh, hoes talk about it they kind of did some research in quadruplet like people that get pregnant with quadruplets a lot of times most of those babies a lot don't of survive them don't yeah right, some so. of them don't make it yep so she may be pregnant with four i don't know if Corey's gonna have them come she to terms might with have four. she might have at least two she won't have all four of them and that's gonna be sad so yep uh Gemma and chesney they're gonna be in for it with regards to that baby girl so Yes, but uh, that's what's going on on Coronation Street right now. Yes. So, tell me Thank how you... Thank you, Ann, for ruining my show. I can't. <laughs> I, it's, it's so much nonsense. And I actually uh, watched a little bit last week because um, I've started just watching the gay scenes just to get an idea about what's going on. And uh, on with the gays, uh, you know, Billy is together with Paul, Gemma's brother, right? And mm-hmm. Paul was accused of stealing money from a church or some charity auction or some shit. Uh, and Sean thought it might be him because he saw him with a lot of loose change. So mm-hmm. later on, after he accuses Paul and Paul kind of fights with him, you know, kind of yells at him in the pub with regards to that, uh, Sean gets beat up. And then 
you think the prime suspect is Paul, and how does Cordacia Street follow that up? The day after Sean's beat up, he's eating breakfast at Roy's with Paul, who he thinks beat him up, and Billy. I was like, what? But the reality is that it was Paul's friend, some friend he did this little shady deal with that beat up uh, Sean, but they were wearing the exact same outfit that day, so Sean uh-huh. thought it was Paul. But uh, Paul tells Billy this, that it was his friend that beat him up. So Billy goes to the cops and tells them who it was and makes sure that he gets arrested because Paul's just like, well, I can't tell the cops. I'm a thug. Thug code. We don't tell the cops shit. And Billy's like, bitch, I'm a priest. So he tells the cops and then Paul breaks up with Billy because a priest went to the cops so that, because his friend got hurt. His ex-boyfriend got hurt. Really? I was like, are you kidding me with this? What? So first of all, you're dating a priest, but you're too much of a punk to report your friend who beat up another gay for no reason. You can't report him. And then you go be bad at your priest boyfriend. Like, you wasn't, you're not dating another thug who's just going to shut up. It's a priest. What are you doing? I can't. And then I was just like, see, you should have, why, why are you watching? Why are you watching? <laughs> but it was annoying, and I had to make sure it was annoying by watching, and it's, it's Ian has still got an annoying girl. Oh, good. So, so, we, so, I, won't, so I won't watch it. Nope, then. we aren't missing nothing. <laughs> I, might, I might watch the Peter scenes because I still think he's sexy. Uh, tell me yeah. if the the sexiness, if the the headache from the bad writing is remedied by watching his sexiness. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, probably not. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, baby girl. Well, let's switch it up. So. We have not talked about this soap in some time uh, because I know I let a big old backlog uh, occur with regards to this show. But we have caught up and it's got a new intro. It's definitely got a new direction. But we are back to caught up-ish with Hollyoaks. So we're going to talk about it today. Uh, for those of you listening, we're two weeks behind because in the U.S., Hulu is two weeks behind the main show, so we're a little behind there. Uh, but you know, baby girl, we've watched a fair bit. Uh, what are your thoughts on how Holly Oaks is? Um, you know, since the last time we watched Long Term, there there is some good stuff that happened this past month, but there's definitely some stuff that I kind of wish they would have, you know, killed off. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not feeling it. (laughs) Like, honestly, um, it just feels like the show is backsliding. Um, You've got some of the same ridiculous storylines rearing their head again. Back in the day, we were pissed off that John Paul was raped and then put into jail while his rapist was set free. Today, we've got Sinead, who was raped in jail while her rapist was running free. I was just like, again with this? 
back in the day, we were pissed off that uh, Claire Devine comes back to the show. Then she's killed off, and now she then she's replaced by a sister we've never heard of, a father and an extended family of Devines, who are not Claire Devine, who we like, but a bunch of uh-uh. replacements, right? <laughs> I hated Claire. Now we've got Simone Loveday and Louis Loveday, who I loved, off the show, one killed, one... I don't know what happened because I haven't seen the rest of her story. I don't care because I'm just mad that the queen is gone. But now we've got Simone's sister, Simone's daddy, some kid, I guess, that belongs to Simone's sister. And then Lisa, who I liked with Simone and Lewis. But now she's with these people. I I just watched the episode of Hollows today where uh, uh, Lisa was like, Okay, I live with you, but I don't know you. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, wait, this is this is just so bad. You got Steve in store. Back in the day, we were mad because Steve was making bad decisions, doing stupid things, driving stupid story, and being annoying. What we got today, Steve, Steve. with racist people <laughs> doing stupid things in a stupid story, making bad. It's just oh my god. All the negative things that we hated about the show is back. And, of course, like, so many people are new. It's just kind of like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Why are you here? And, I mean, there are a couple of bright spots. But overall, like, I just felt like... Overall, mm. it's repeat. It's, it's all repeated. Read, or, yeah, yeah repeated. honestly, baby girl, had I been caught up and they won Best Soap and I had seen all this... I'd have been like, are you crazy? This, uh, this again, this is not a year that Hollyos deserve best soap. They have not been doing best soap. Okay, I will give them love for the Brody storyline and the sexual assault stuff. Cool. But what's on screen right I'm just like, I'm not even interested. And even the, the thing I was most looking forward to, Scott having a new boyfriend, they fucking know. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. Kevin Clifton look alike. Nobody cares. He's an asshole. And and that's the I'm just like, what are you? Um, but he's not though. No, he is. I have watched more than you on this issue. He is an asshole. And what they're doing is what they do with all these assholes. They don't hold the asshole accountable. They let a person come on the show, be an asshole, and then they get away with everything for t- far too long while a long-term character suffers in silence. This is what we've got with Scott and this guy, just like we had with Maxine and Patrick, just like uh, we had with Steve uh, and Brendan. You know, and I'm, I was just like, wait. So I'm just, mm, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I'm not looking forward to this. And you, you know, and then you got Myra who's exited. I'm like, yeah, oh, Myra God, left a long time ago. What are you doing? But I just watched it. So I'm just like, oh, this is so annoying. So yeah. So you know, the reason we started this podcast was because we were annoyed with doing the Hollyoaks podcast because Hollyoaks was mostly annoying us. For the past couple of years, Hollyoaks really hadn't been annoying us that much, mm-hmm. but we are back to annoying. So as you and I approach the five-year anniversary of this show, which we started to get away from the mess of Hollyoaks, I think it's kind of fitting that Hollyoaks is getting so annoying again that it's like revive again be why we started this show to talk about other shows that annoyed us less <laughs> because yes it, it really... so basically if it comes down to it if it gets worse we're basically only going to be talking about two shows and to be honest these senders is pretty grating right now too <laughs> uh, 
you know, I'm going to keep watching Hollyoaks because I'm caught up now. So I'll watch. And Hulu, where I watch it, it's very easy to fast forward just to the scenes that I care about. Yeah, so. that is true. <laughs> I no love that. Commercials, man. <laughs> yes, <Lord>. God. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm, I'm just, uh, I need improvements because I, I'm just, I'm not feeling Hollyoaks right now. And it makes me sad because it was doing good for so long and now it's not. And it's sad. <laughs> It is sad. And with that, let's jump into it, baby girl. What the hells? We've watched randomly episodes of Hollyoaks over the past <laughs> nine months. <laughs> what has Hollyoaks done to make you say, what in the hell? They killed Louis Loveday by bludgeoning him with a phone. A flipping rotary phone. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm like, really? You you let him call Leela. You let him call all the people that, you know, he had his affair with because he was a sick dog who needed to, well, obviously not be put down. I was going to say you, or, you know, <laughs> that was a bad, you know, comparison or simile there. Metaphor. Metaphor is the thing I'm thinking of. But, but really, she kidnapped him. She kept him in a room for like a m couple months, I think. Let him look all straggly and gross and let his hair grow out even more. Wait a minute, boo. So, <laughs> Hollyoaks gave Louie the, um, what's his name, on Coronation Street with feeling treatment? More or less, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but for this time that I watched through June... I want to know what this miraculous sickness that, you know, is fake, that Maxine has. So, hold on, baby. So, oh, oh is that your second what the hell? Yeah. The miraculous, oh, my God, I'm sick. What's wrong with me? Blah, blah, blah. But she won't get blood tests done, and she switches out blood tests and all of this. Uh, I'm like... But, if she's, you're sick, but she's not sick. She's faking it. That's the whole I point. I she's faking it. That's the point. <laughs> but didn't, you, didn't you say a second ago you wanted to know what the sickness is? Because there's no sickness. That's that's why she well, doesn't want to be know, tested. I know. But they're going to try to come up with a whole bunch of random stuff. Because they're going to try to go private doctor on her to figure out what's wrong with her. And she's just going to skimp out. And then Can't they're going to oh, there's nothing wrong with her. And I'm like, well, that's the most pointless flipping storyline to get money I've ever heard. Because that's all it's for. Which is kind of ridiculous considering she got a shit ton of money. For oh, no, she didn't. She sent it over to what's her face. Never mind. But, yeah. I'm not for this storyline. Brody's getting... Or, uh, not Brody, uh, what's his face? Brody's friend. Uh, shit. Scott's brother. Damon. That's his name. <laughs> He's just getting pulled along for the ride, and it's really making me mad that every time Maxine gets with somebody, she drives them away or gets them killed, one or the other. I'm yeah. over it. I am I, over Maxine. She needs to follow Missy and yep. be her like manager or summit 
honestly, that is uh, Maxine is one of the most disappointing things about going back to Hollyoaks because the girl's been on the show what five years, and I mean, it's like she hasn't progressed at all. Like, for some reason, after being the woman who is in a bad relationship, abused, okay, her captor is now dead, she's still friendly with the daughter of her abuser, which is weird, and now all of a sudden, to keep Damon, who's like one of the sweetest dudes in the world, she is faking an illness, like she's Sinead O'Connor from back in the day, putting blood in her baby diaper, like, for what? So did Patrick beat her so much she lost her mind? Like, this is stupid. And then one of the first things that annoyed me coming back to Hollyoaks was a conversation she had with uh, Damon. She was fighting him over something ridiculous. And then she had the nerve to open up and say to him, you are the most selfish man I have ever met. Yeah, let's, let's, I know, right? Let's I pause on that. Laughing, I'm like, dude, you have a list. What are you talking about? I mean, and who is at the top of that list? I mean, there's Patrick. And there's thank that. you. And that's the first thing you said, Patrick Blake. Who did what? Beat her ass on screen every month for a good eighteen months because Hollyoaks was obsessed with showing this victim getting abused and abused and abused to go through all that abuse and let the words escape your mouth you are the most selfish man i ever really nice neighbor uh, who like, has never that- hit you is the most selfish man rather than patrick blake who beat your ass got exposed at the wedding still beat your ass after that trapped you into bed really damon's the most Come on now. Yeah, and then, and the, not only that, there's also, you know, uh, uh, who's his face? Uh, Glenn. Glenn pretty much did the same thing, but emotionally rather than physically. Yeah, but again, you know, I don't acknowledge anybody, any of Claire Devine's kin, so I don't care about that. But, you know, Patrick was a bastard, and he was yes. definitely the, the biggest, worst individual in that woman's life. So when I was just like, did Hollyoaks forget who this character was? Did Hollyoaks forget the hell they put uh, back scene through? Because they sure didn't let us forget. We had to suffer that bullshit for like two years. But Damon, yeah. who is sweet, is the most self Really? And then at the same time, now you're the Sienna Blake. You're manipulating men to be, keep them in a relationship. For what? Damon's nice. What? He who are you looking at? This is ridiculous. So I'm just like, no. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, but but I, I I'm kind of liking the uh, dub down. Um, I like Sienna now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm glad for that. Hit hit that in your scenes of the week, but give us your third. Uh, what the hell? I am kind of uh, over um, uh, Lori. Um. I mean, I was kind of over Lori when he kind of broke up Sinead and Sammy having sex in the car for the second time back in the day. But, but, uh, yeah, he has quite seriously raped Sinead twice, sexually assaulted Sienna, almost raped Diane, and it's just now getting his just desserts for it after getting pushed off a balcony by Snake. Because 
of the headmistress, whose name I can't remember right now, which makes me sad because I love her. Sally. <laughs> Sally, yes. Put CCTV in the school just to be on the safe side. So congratulations to her for finally getting Lori sent down, but it only took four months. Because the first time he raped Snape was back in flipping December. So, yeah, it's been eight months, or seven months, pardon me. So, <laughs> I was just like, dude, no, uh-uh. It took too long. It didn't take as long as it does to get Finn put down, or taken down to go to jail, but he's still not on the, uh, uh, past cast list, so I'm kind of curious how long it's going to take for him to do the trial and stuff, because I kind of want him off my screen. One thing that's good about skipping basically nine months of Hollyoaks is you get to miss a lot of the bullshit. Like, I didn't have to suffer waiting eight months for Sinead's rapist to get caught, and I didn't have to see Sinead's rape, which I'm happy about. I got the tail end, because... I saw maybe about two weeks worth of Lori, and I was ready for him to be gone. And so I'm glad that in the time period that I've watched, and uh, just let you guys know, we're like in June of uh, t- June, July, early July of 2019. He kind of got to come up and said, I was glad to see it. So that, that's the plus side, because I feel like I could be even more annoyed with Hollyoaks, but because I pushed the fast forward button, I got to watch and hear about what I missed but not have to suffer the length of any of it. Because really one of the most annoying things about Hollyoaks is how it takes forever for them to resolve things that shouldn't take 600 years. Yeah, It just makes watching the show a chore. So, yeah, I, I'm glad I missed that foolishness. And, yeah, I feel all of your what's the hells, baby girl. Yes, God. I do have one more, but I think you're going to cover it. So I'll leave you I'll leave you to it. Okay. If I don't, bring it up at the end of uh, my what the hells, okay? Gotcha. All right. So, this first one I think we talked about. I actually have five. I'm going to pick these three. So, number one, because I always have to clown this fool. Steve Hay thinking racist are his best friends. (laughs) First one. (laughs) Honestly. Let's think about who Steve's actual best friends are. Leaving aside Tony Hutchinson, who the show wants us to think is Steve's best friends for some reason. Who took care of Steve's child, married him, and let him go fuck Brendan Brady while he was home taking care of Steve's goddamn babies? Hmm. His name is Doug Carter, bitch. (laughs) I don't want Steve opening his mouth to say, Nobody loved him more than Dust Carter ass. I know his l- l- closing words were, I hate you, Steve, always have, always will. And I agree with that sentiment. But Steve, learning these racists, one of whom who has been, been pretending to be his brother, he's going to stand by because they are the best mates he's ever had. Like, Jesus Christ. Just when I think this idiot couldn't get any more stupid, he does. It's just like you see. My thing is though is you'd think with his 
you know, oldest daughter being as perceptive as she is, hmm. she's being really stupid right now. Who is her father? And where is her mother? So when Leah was smart, her mama was alive. <laughs> that or, is very, very or true. Her mother I, was I freshly dead. Of- her mother was freshly dead, and she still had her mama's good influence guiding her. Right? Yeah. It's been a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So but- Steve's stupid is all in that baby. Yeah. That's that's true. Yes, but I mean, oh God. Halios just remains committed to making all of Steve's storylines. I'm stupid and I'm going to do stupid things and annoying things. And then I'm going to yell. Okay. And now and I'm going to lose everything that meant anything to me. Like, like the, my job and my family and my friends and my boyfriend. I do find it interesting that everybody hates Steve like I always have. So that actually is nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> but he's an idiot. And I'm just like. What are you doing? And there was a time when I rooted for that character. I really wanted him to be a cool dude. But he just continues to be trash, and I'm over the trash. I just, I don't care. I just, he's an idiot. Yep. (laughs) You know. Agreed. And I will give the story that, you know, I appreciate them showing how people can be uh, manipulated into uh, dealing with those types of, you know, culty situations. But it's still annoying as all get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that is number one. Number two, Jet Jack is a fucking idiot who should be single for the rest of his life. Yeah. He has the worst taste in women. Serial <laughs> killer. Come on, baby. Okay. First you got Jackie. Uh, first you got uh, ooh, what's that half a name? First you got uh, Frankie. Who would fuck everything that moves except him, right? Yeah. <laughs> she stayed with that. He stayed with that cheating ass half of forever. Then he goes from Frankie to Darcy, who w- w- was only after him for his money. Money that he didn't have. Uh huh. And then somebody reminded me when I was watching the show. He she killed somebody too. <laughs> so okay. Yep. So then you go from a gold digging heifer who is a killer. To a serial killer, bro. And then your son is trying, Darren, who is surprisingly sharp in this situation, is trying to warn your ass. And then here we go again. It's my life. And if you don't like it, fuck you. I'm just saying, oh my God. Okay. I think my favorite bit of that, though, was when Britta actually broke up, quote unquote, broke up with him. Yeah. Because. Darren was smart enough to say, hey, dude, did you ever tell her that you killed a kid? Baby, she was going to kill his ass. Okay, this idiot <laughs> is with somebody that's going to kill him. Throw him to the farm. Oh, God. I'll be, oh, God. He is the stupidest. <laughs> he's so stupid. And then it's like he doesn't even recognize he's stupid. He's self-righteous in his stupidity. What? I can meet somebody in five minutes and marry them because I am old. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know that's called senility too. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, uh, I can't. Uh, idiot. And then they both proposed, which made it worse. Which made it worse because yes. she with a dead body in her trunk. No, 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 no. It's not a dead body. The L L is for love lots. <laughs> <laughs> How stupid! I can't. 
Oh my god, that story was just. Uh, I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I'm pretty sure I'm still going to be. I still can't by the time the year. <laughs> and you know, actually, I don't mind Brita. Like, she's cute and interesting. Like, I like. I told you you'd like Brita. I like Brita a lot more than her little muscly, you know, other half. Like that dude and Mercy, they just do not click it off for me. I I do have to admit, though, I really like uh, her daughter. There, her daughter's probably my favorite McQueen right now. Rainy. Uh, yeah. How are you gonna like uh, uh, her over Nana McQueen, girl? Come on. Well, Nana's not on very often, and she's on all the time. <laughs> no, ma'am. Nana McQueen is the boss, not well, at Mara's Nana gone. Nana McQueen is boss when she's there. <laughs> oh, but goodness. with Cleo hooking up with little... Blackie McBlack. Blackie. I don't even know his egg. name. Who the hell is he? Another replacement. Dever- I think it's Devereaux. I think... I oh, think, God. Uh, Simone's last... Uh, last name is technically what? Is he but racist? Does he want to report every deport everybody and be the mayor of Salem? <laughs> 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 Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> no. Oh God. Yeah, we we need to talk days. Apparently, you caught up because you got that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, dearie. Yeah, so that Idiot Jack is number two. Um, and for my third one, I'm going to have to clown uh, Hollyoaks uh, and their dis- their decision to introduce Great Scott's new love interest as an asshole. I, 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 I hate it. I, I hate it. I'm not here for Scott and Levi at all. <laughs> he may be an asshole, but he's a nerdy, gorgeous asshole. So okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how cute you are. This is this is Brendan Brady and and Steve all over again because this is this is why people were forgiving Brendan all his foolishness. He's hot. He's got a handlebar mustache. Nobody gives a fuck. He's an asshole. What I see Hollyoaks doing to go back to what we were saying at the beginning about how what's old on the show that we hated is back on the show that we're gonna hate again. Now they've got this new character on the show who's a doctor, right? Who's mm-hmm. an asshole who told Scott something to the effect of, I just learned to do what I want because I had a stutter. Then I got over my stutter and I decided, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want, right? But what's his intro to Scott? Scott is doing a drag show and he's just like, I hate drag. They're bringing down the entire gay community, right? So the next day, Scott sees dude and it's like, I don't want anything to do with you, which is the correct answer. And dude is just like, no, date me, date me. And instead of Hollyos keeping Scott in that lane and making Scott drill down on what the hell is wrong with your issue with the drag performers, last night I was in drag and you looked at me like I wasn't nothing. Not a day I'm dressed as a man and then all of a sudden you cool in my face, you want to get my ass? Like, what, what is this about, right? Instead of Hollyos doing that, what they've decided to do is to make Scott deny who he is so they're trying to make it cute oh okay so now scott is hiding posters that show him in drag uh they were together at his place and a picture was on his laptop of him in drag so he closes the laptop uh he is every time this guy asks him on a date he's you know first he denied the guy a date then without explanation just goes back and says no let's date 
and goes on the date. And the whole time we're on the date, he's worried that this guy's going to realize he does drag and is going to break up with him. But instead of just telling the guy, what's up? Hollyoaks has him hiding it, right? And it didn't just stop at the date. Date went to a kiss on day two. Kiss went to fucking on day three. So really? now Scott it seriously took three days uh-huh. for him to go from kissing. So now Scott has given himself to a man that is dealing with internalized homophobia. So Scott has rewarded that internalized homophobia by giving up the ass. I'd be less upset with this possibly if Hollyoaks wasn't run by a gay man, but the executive producer is a gay man. So yes. I feel like the the story could have been told with nuance and this whole little stupid, uh, I'm just going to deny who I am. And it was just like a switch. Scott was angry as he should have been. And then there was a switch. And then he was light and fluffy and like less fuck. Like Scott ain't going to be hurting for dudes. He can get on the app. He can get a new dude in five minutes. Like honestly. This, this is just, it's a bad look. And I, I kept watching until the end of the story. It ended with the sex and him hiding the little laptop where he popped up and dragged and then nothing. So I don't know what's happened in the next two weeks, but this is, it's not a good start. Like, and I didn't need to go this direction. They could have had a conversation about homophobia where this was addressed. They still could have fucked on night three, but by night three, they could have had people like not hating the pairing and actually liking the pairing. They could have had him apologize to Scott for his hateful ass shit uh, on day one. And they couldn't have sent the message that the best way to deal with someone who is hateful and homophobic, even if they're gay, is to keep fucking them. Because what was the message between Steve with Stendon? It's okay oh, to keep time. fucking a guy who beat your ass because, yeah, you're gay. That's what you're supposed to be. It's, uh, I can't. It's 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 trash. I hate it. I'm not here for Scott and this guy together. I've wanted Scott to have a boyfriend for a long time, but I wanted Scott to have a boyfriend that would respect him. Being with an asshole and having to hide who you are is not respectful. And then to add insults and injury, Hollyoaks has two straight people tell Scott, hey, tell this dude the truth about who you are. You deserve a man who will respect you. And what does Hollyoaks have Scott do? The opposite. So now he's fucked a guy who doesn't know he does drag and may have a negative reaction to that. And so then Scott's going to feel extra stupid for fucking a dude who, you know, has a problem with people in drag. So that's a, I don't like it. I hate it. So, yeah, I'm anti Scott and Levi. Don't care about the actor being cool or whatever. It's just uh, it's 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 just Hollyoaks has a unique position to be able to say positive things about uh, the gay community. I mean, they've got Steve, they've got their tragic character, right? But they can send a positive message with regards to other things. Like, for example, Sally getting the goods on that rapist. I thought that was good. They didn't let her struggle for like but a week. And I thought that was great because Sally is excellent. I love her being propped up on the show. Sometimes they go left. And I feel like this this Scott thing is another thing. It's like back when uh, John Paul and Steve were together. Steve got HIV 
And then John Paul had initially said, hey, I'm cool with it. Ain't going to be no thing. But then three minutes later, he's just like, ooh, don't touch me. I was like, what are, what are, you, why, what are you doing? So I know there are the most people that watch Hollyos. Me and you are probably some of the most passionate people about the show. You know, some people, <laughs> this is why they leave the show. But when yes. you have this platform and you have the opportunity to uh, send a message, right, you need to pay attention to the message that you're sending. And I just feel like even with the start of this story, it's going to be a mess. And I, I can't. Yeah, it's, gonna be, it's not going to be, you know, the best of stories. Let's talk about the happy stuff. What did Hollyoaks do? Which, which scenes did you, did Hollyoaks give us to make you feel a uh, woman fussy? You see, I'm not honestly the hugest fan of the teen scene on the show, but I loved the foursome's cute little prom. I absolutely adored it. I I thought I think Ali and Brooke are cute together. Agreed. I think they belong together. I think the way that those two understand each other, even though she has autism and he doesn't, and he's beginning to understand her affliction, is very adorable. And I love Juliet and uh, <laughs> Emron's undeniable sexual tension. That is definitely there, even though. She doesn't want to think it, and he wants to. It's just really weird and cute, and I, I enjoy it. And while I don't like Juliet so much as a character because she keeps messing with Brooke in the yes. worst way possible, yes. maybe him, maybe if Emron got the guts to say, dude, I like you, maybe she'll soften a little bit. I'm not holding my breath, but... <laughs> yeah. But she might leave Brooke alone a little bit more. But I, I they kind of remind me of back like 2012 Hollyoaks with Sasha and Michaela and uh, Amy and uh, oh god, who was the other one? I can't remember. But there was like a group of four kids. Was Hannah in that? Huh? Was Hannah in that? Yes, it was it was Hannah and and Sasha and Michaela and Amy and they were like the four friends who hung out all the time and all of that and I was just like this is rather reminiscent of that just with more boys in the group and yeah. they all hung they all hang out they all do things they're not supposed to like go to Brita's Berry Barn yeah. and <laughs> you know I, I I kind of enjoy the. Uh, kind of throwback feels I get from that even though you know I, I, I enjoy those four together whether yeah. it's doing fake prom because Brooke can't go into the real one or having a fun time out in Brita's fairy barn <laughs> yes Juliet is definitely the weakest link there but you're right about whatever is going on between her and Imran that's actually interesting. All mm -hmm. the negative things she's doing to Brooke are not interesting at all. It's just annoying. I think she's doing it because she's jealous of Ollie. That's just what I'm or jealous yeah, of I Brooke. Think, I think she wants Ollie too. But that's but trash. She knows that she knows that because of how close her and Brooke, or he and Brooke are together that it's not going to happen. So Emron's trying to stick his face in because he likes her. So. 
that's a more interesting story. Like, I would rather them be friends because this whole messing with the girl who has autism thing, that's not cute. Like, the thing she did that, like, messed up her education because she's taking advantage of the way Brooke thinks about things in a literal manner and then is turning her words against her, that's disgusting. So if Hollywood yeah. keeps on doing that with her, I'm not going to even want her with Imran. For now, I'm accepting it. Um, that I'm, I'm kind of interested, but it doesn't need to drag on because it's it's just going to annoy me. But you're right. There is good vibes between them. I say Brooke, Ollie, and Imran, especially right now. Juliet, I'm just kind of looking at sideways. But yeah, those three have a good connection together. And to see that I'm like, did you see Ollie and Imran dancing together at school? Yes, and, and <laughs> Juliet cute. sitting there recording it. Yeah. Since Imran's come back to the show from his anger management training, that he had to do after, you know, he started beating everyone up, I, I began to like him better. Yeah, and I liked him when he started on the show. I didn't like the abuse, and I'm glad that most of what I skipped was the abuse. Like, I missed most of that. I saw one or two hits, and I missed everything else. And from where I'm watching now, everybody knows about the abuse, and he's reformed. Good. Had I seen that, I probably wouldn't be able to stand him now. But I feel like this is what I wanted to see him. I wanted him just to be having fun, be a kid, you know? And I think like think this zone is good for him. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There is a definitely chemistry between them. And if they stop Juliet with the bull she's doing a Brooke and just do a romance and just give the kids some, you know, th there are a lot of soapy things that can happen to them that don't involve stupid things like replacing perfume with vinegar. Stop. <laughs> like, yeah. Focus on the good. <laughs> yes, totally agree with that one. What else you got, boo? I am beginning to like the Nightingale family a bit more. I love Marnie getting Juliet ready for her prom, and I love, you know, and I, I, didn't like, um, shit, I can't even think of his name right now. Harry's boyfriend. James, girl, come James, on. Now. Yes. <laughs> I'm like the, always the easiest names that I can't remember, too. But, but I love how, you know, Romeo's finally, you know, living with him and getting to know him more. And uh, he and Harry are together, kind of, sort of even though Harry got a girl pregnant. So, yeah, yep. the Nightingales are pretty seen as the week worthy. Yep, you know, I've always loved them, and I completely agree. I don't know what happened to break up uh, Steve and Harry, but I never wanted them together, and I'm glad they're apart because Steve having that boy in a trash can, I will never forgive. That was, was absolutely ridiculous and the epitome of what it's like to be with Steve. So I've wanted James and Harry together. I'm not <laughs> feeling this thing with James getting all jealous and trying to break into his phone and shit. I think that's kind of stupid, but uh, the comparing is still working for me, and I'm interested and seeing what happens. Marnie is always a queen. I need her to be on the show forever, ever, ever, because she's great as well. So I'm glad you're feeling them too, boo. Yes, I am feeling them pretty hardcore since they're the only nightingales left. Yep. So. <laughs> and what's your last one? My last one, I already mentioned once already, so I'm not going to really go much into it. Sinead pushing Lori off that flipping balcony was the best thing I've I was so excited. I was like, oh my god, she killed him. And then she had to go and save his ass. I was like, no! 
what are you doing? But she pushed him, and that was pretty high on point for me because that's what led to his initial arrest. So high five to Sinead. Yes. And I also liked um, Sienna's little chat with everybody in the classroom that Nancy listened in on when she was explaining what Lori did to her. That was pretty good, and and then Nancy's saying, "I want to be your mentor, if that's okay." And See, I, I appreciate you sharing all those details because at that point, I was just fast forwarding to the gay stuff, so I missed that. So I didn't understand. Like Nancy and Sienna working together is still weird for me. I love them both as characters, and I think that's interesting. So I'm here for it. But I was just like. What universe is this where Nancy and Sienna are working together? Yeah, yes, it's Great. like Nancy asked Sienna to watch oh, her class for you don't, you don't have to explain. When I was fast forwarding, I saw Sienna talking to the class. So when you were speaking, I was like, oh, that's what I was fast forwarding past. And I saw Nancy out at the door while she was speaking, but I was just fast forwarding to get where I was going. So that's, that, that, that makes more sense to me. Yes, but I, but that's basically what happened. She okay. was explaining. So the reason I'm stopping you from telling me this is because I want to tell you that my f- first scene of the week also is Sinead's push. <laughs> so I wanted to keep it there. <laughs> You've already said everything that I feel about it is great. I thought it was wonderful. And I'm just going to give you a quick spoiler. Uh, that's all for Lori. So Lori gets what? what's coming to him and it's done. So he, yeah. he ain't getting out of it. And that's great. <laughs> so that's you. it. Yes. And I also want to uh, throw in here my second seed of the week, which I mentioned earlier as well, which was Sally setting up the rapist. I am so glad that she was smart enough to put some hidden cameras in there to catch that motherfucker doing what he was doing. Because Halio's problem is they take too long dragging out some stories and i'm so appreciate that in this instance they it didn't drag it out forever months. yes so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm glad you know with sally's story in particular where she was fired like on a friday but then by the next friday she had her job back i'm like smart woman good good good, good girl but sally yeah <laughs> i was happy with that my last scene of the week may actually be surprising to you baby girl I'm here for Keith Rice returning to Hollyoaks. I like you know what? I rather enjoy that too, to be honest, because that scene that he had with Diane in the prison when he's explaining himself Mm -hmm. to her, and she's just sitting there trying to figure out and let it run through her head. I was just like, yes. (laughs) He's another one like Imran on Hollyoaks. Like when he was first introduced, I really liked him. And I was excited to see where they took his character. I think at that time, John Paul was kind of out there, and he I don't think he was exactly with Steve then. So I was kind of hoping they would get paired. Uh, actually, he was a student. I don't know what I was thinking. I, actually, I think I was liking him for George at the time. I don't know. Maybe I'm mixing it all up. But whatever. I liked him initially. Then they made him rape John Paul, and then that annoyed me because I knew that was going to be the end of the character, which it was, right? But. Uh-huh. The two times they've brought him back most recently, the first when John Paul did his confrontation with Finn and yeah. this time with Diane doing it, he's been excellent. And his remorse actually felt more um, like I connected with more than 
the victim. Because I think, I remember talking, I think it might have been with you, about how I was angry that John Paul wasn't showing any grace. Because there, yes. was, there, was, there was something about the way Hollyoaks had structured that story whereby for a long time John Paul was really in the right of things. But then at the end, when Finn finally did give a real apology, John Paul kind of, his, his reaction was weird. And I kind of felt... He didn't really give him much of a reaction. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was like, weird. Man. And then I, I, I remembered feeling similarly when I was watching, uh, you know, Diane there, because I was just thinking, okay, so did Diane really just go to prison to see her son to scream in his face that he ain't shit and that his sister got raped? Like, I don't understand the point of this. And so when Hollyoaks ended with him saying, you need to be able to do anything you can do to get her, you know, get the rapist caught. Yeah, it's like, it's like, there's only one question you should ask. How far would you go? And I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I'm interested in seeing what happens. And and then she almost, you know, ends up getting raped, but that's how far she went. And that was pretty damn good. Yeah, that was, that was I, that's not what I expected. I thought Finn would be more involved, but... It was it was interesting. So Well, yeah. he's coming back for sure for sure. So there's gonna be a lot it. of backlash. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. He he was good. And I think it's gonna be very interesting to see how this uh plays out in the in the long term. But the actor is still excellent. Um I, I don't know because of everything that I said about Hollywood in the beginning. I don't know that I trust this show to redeem him, but... Oh, no, Nancy's going to go off on him hardcore when he comes out. We and, all know this. And they did some good stuff when she was flashing back to her assaults um, when she was talking uh, through things, I think, with Lori. So that's definitely going to be an interesting twist. But I just felt like Keith Rice knocked it out of the park as usual. I prefer Keith Rice when he's being empathetic, understanding, remorseful. I hated everything about the rape storyline uh, yeah. with him. So I, I'm i not sure why they're doing this. I'll say I'm intrigued uh, to see where they go. And hopefully they'll take the character a place that's less annoying than last time. <laughs> All right, everyone. So we are back on BSP and we are joined by a special guest. He is a dad, a podcaster, an entrepreneur, a husband, owner of Sweet Truth Media. You can find him at DJ Sugar Shane and it is Sugar to the Shane. What's up, brother? Welcome to BSP. Oh, man. Man, how you doing? I'm glad to have me. I mean, I'm glad to have you. I'm glad y'all have me. I'm glad to have you. Yes. Yeah, I was kind of screwed up. But uh, thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Uh, and we are glad that you joined us. So I uh, think that we met because I think you had seen some of the UK podcast stuff that we were doing on Twitter. And I think yes. I, I noticed you uh, from there. Um, so... Um, I want to kind of start with you where I start with everyone who is newer to the show and kind of talk about how you started listening to uh, getting into the British soaps, just to give us that background. How'd you come to the, the stories? 
the very first time I remember watching them uh, back when I was younger was probably in my late teens. Uh, we had BBC at my house, and I was flipping the channels on cable. And I just started watching this show. The beat of the intro, it's still the same intro today, kind of kicked up when that was the EastEnders. And I kind of liked the tune. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> so I just started watching and I kind of, kind of, I liked Phil even when he was on there then. But um, as time went on and I started moving on with my life, you know, I just kind of lost track of it, kind of lost place with it, you know. And then uh, I got BritBox. One day back in February, I said, you know what, I think I'm going to go back to watching some of these soaps. I'm going to give us, you know, back to watching East Enders. So then I found Emmerdale and I found Coordination Street. So I just ended up watching them all before I knew it was over. And uh, I really enjoy them. I think the acting is you know, class act compared to what we got here in, in America, just to yeah. be honest. Uh, and I love the community feel. Yeah. I love the feel of like everything, a lot of stuff being outdoors. Yeah. Everything's not in a, a hospital that you know looks like a set. Right. Hey, these, these, hosp- yeah, these hospitals and these American soaps ain't never been in a hospital that looked like it. And I used to work like in one. I, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. It I appreciate like uh you know, one of the th- things that I think is cool about the British soaps is they actually build real sets that, you know, mirror you know, real streets, you know what I'm saying? So oh, the yeah, exterior yeah. of East Enders is actually outside built just for that soap, not right. actually inside. And then the set is moved around to look like it's actually outside. Like you get a feel for what it's really like to be uh, in a country town in, uh, you know, North England or in London in a market square. I think that's really cool, you know? Oh, man. And I it's wish the U.S. Set. soaps would invest and in, do that kind of stuff. The best we can get is on CBS. Bold and the Beautiful takes people out to the parking lot once or twice a year. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I said maybe they take you on location once. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Emmerdale does definitely feel like home. Okay, so you started EastEnders 20 years ago, jumping in, seeing Phil Mitchell's 20 years later. Like, <laughs> what were your thoughts of, like, how the show changed? Did you notice anything interesting? Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, there was characters that were different, and now there's new ones, and some, of course, stayed on, kept going. And you, But the thing about it is it kept, was it kept up with the times. That's what I, I, that's what I found that the British soaps do, is they keep up with the times, not only with um, race and uh, gender and sex and, you know, you got the gay, you know, gay pride and stuff like that going on in the soaps, but it's just with everything, like even if I'm like cancer and diseases, we got autism going on in uh, EastEnders. So a lot of that type of stuff. Yeah. It keeps up with a lot of that stuff, making it current, making it fresh. Yeah. But yeah, the British soaps oftentimes give you more real life storylines than evil twins and face masks. Now I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> I feel like yeah. Evil Twins and Face Mask have a place. <laughs> but, yeah, but overdone. Right. Exactly. Of course. All right. All right, y'all. Well, that's background. So uh, we are going to start off in Albert Square with EastEnders. Miss Lynch, you know the drill. Start us off. What did EastEnders do to make you say, what in the hell, air quotes, Ben Mitchell? <laughs> I want to know what possessed them to get him and Callum together. Oh my God. 
I can't. I, I don't understand. He was so fucking happy with Whitney, and then it just kind of was like, oh, I'm going to go cheat on Whitney. And I think the dude straight up bye. I, I can't. I can't do it, man. I can't. You ought to put a ring on both of them. <laughs> nah, he needs to be. If it is, if he wants to sleep around, I'm not mad at you sleeping around, right? But if you're gonna sleep around, be single and be straight yeah. up with the yeah. people that you're messing with, right? Um, right. Yeah. It. Yeah. I have. I have thoughts. But let's let's hear the newbie. What What you thinking of old Ben and, and Callum, Shane? That's actually one of my uh, likes right now. I do. I mean, I think it, it is kind of a slow process, and. But I think the reason why they have to do that, and I'm, I know some people say they drag things out in soap operas, but in this situation, you kind of have to. But you're talking about a guy that was in the military. He had a father that was an A1 piece of shit. That's way I know to put it. And he, uh, so he's trying to, you know, he hasn't come out of the closet yet. The only one that knows this right now is being, well, you know, Stupid, no, whatever. Right. He knows a little bit now, right. but Ben is the only one that knows this. So they gotta have to have the anxiety of him having to come out of this. He's not going to run into the damn. He's not going to have an epiphany. I would be more concerned about the story doing that to where he gets up one morning and goes. And he just goes out and tells the whole fucking street, I'm gay, I'm gay, oh, yeah. You know, that would really worry me. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> so they have to kind of work it out. <laughs> and honestly, I'm not mad at Callum in this situation, right? No, I'm the, not either. The, the problem is Ben. And well, he's this, playing the hoe. Yeah, he's... <laughs> So, this is the thing. So, first of all, Callum, I'm, I'm cool with. EastEnders has already established that Callum was a virgin before Whitney, right? Mm-hmm. So, Whitney was his first, cool. And to me, it's logical that he might have had thoughts about guys back in the day, um, maybe didn't act on it. Uh, I think they've established that he was straight up and, and Whitney was being the first. I think he did say with I think they're trying to say with Ben now. Ben said that they asked him something about there maybe being other dudes, and he was kind of wishy-washy. So maybe right. they didn't consider that. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, Callum's story feels feels natural to me because I'm gay and I can relate to a lot of things that he's going through. Right? The party that makes no sense here is Ben, and the reason is because now that we've got a new producer of EastEnders, right, so those of us that are longer-term EastEnders fans have seen, like, three different versions of Ben, and Uh, all of those versions of Ben have been nice, sweet, to a point, respectful, because we got to keep it real. In the time that we watched EastEnders, we did see him kill a woman in a kind of a silly scene. But even that, I mean, he was kind of like the sweet, kind of insecure, kind of meek, a a lot of times kid. Because, you know, when Ben started getting, I guess, more attention, it was when, you know, uh, the gay producer, I think it was Dietrich Santa, brought him in and aged him and made him kind of like this femme little uh, 
kid, maybe he's like 12, 13, something like that, and had him as the polar opposite to Phil, who was this hard man, right? And so the dynamic of seeing hard man Phil have this show tune loving son that's prancing around the house, literally dancing to show tune, which was cute, right? That was an interesting dynamic. But after that producer left the show, the new producers was like, no, we don't want to, we ain't trying to touch that. So then they aged Ben and then they had him, uh, you know, just kind of like more awkward, nerdy teen, right? And Mm -hmm. so the two people that played that version of Ben, he was still pretty sensitive. He wasn't this guy that Ben is now who is coming on the show acting like a wannabe Tony Soprano. Uh, you know, yeah. I feel like Walter White is better because Walter White was annoying. So <laughs> this woman, right. Walter White, who's cool, trafficking women, running drugs, with his sister being kidnapped, yeah. uh, threatening old women. Like, Ben was never that dude. And so right. EastEnders has spent months recasting Ben as this asshole and then the reward to all his asshole behavior is that his father hasn't murdered him his sister is cool with him and now he's getting a love interest like I don't I want that dude off my screen like I don't care about him acting all sensitive and shit to Callum what's this I smell queer what the fuck I don't want that that dude on my screen I didn't didn't like that line no matter who said it it was just a terrible line. You don't say it. The only time I would use that, I wouldn't use it on screen. The only way I would ever use that line would be in a book, and it would be to expo- to to bring about a foul character. Yeah, I'd be you know I'd be I'd be exposing a piece of crap character. You know, because that's uh, just why it's not working. Because like they're trying to make Ben be this sensitive character on one hand, right? But he the same dude that was threatening to kill old women five minutes ago. They got yeah. a sister, sister kidnapped. You know, that was plotting to jack all his daddy's money. Like, why are we giving him a love interest? And one that's yeah. taken already anyway. It just, it, I, I'm not, and I don't, I don't even feel the connection between Ben and Callum. Like that little the they should What they should have went with this route, because I don't think the whole Callum, I'm, I'm like you, I don't understand why they're doing this yeah. in that aspect. I don't really know the other two Ben, so I kind of like this Ben. And the only way I look at it from play, just playing devil's advocate here, not saying you're wrong, but the only way I can see it from my angle looking in is maybe that he's trying to impress Pop because Pop didn't like it that he was gay. Now, that, from what I understand, but now Phil's starting to accept it, but he still wants to show his daddy that he can be the big bad, you know, mob boss too type deal. Yeah. And no, you are 100% right on that, but we have already seen that exact storyline play out. Oh, have you? Yeah, because Ben has always wanted to get his father's attention. Like, after they took him from, like, the little tween Ben to the teenage Ben, that's been, like, a main storyline of him. Him trying to do tough things to make his dad, uh, you know, to make his dad uh, respect him as a man. But you also would know if Phil is the guy you're trying to impress, that the way to impress him is not to steal his money and get his money Oh, no. Like, no, that ain't the way to like, do it. That's what damn sure. What are the writers doing? Yeah. So, Lindsay, yeah, 100% with you on that. I just, I don't get 
been in Callum. Like, Callum's fine. He Hopefully, he won't get married to Wit and she, because she's already been sexually abused, so that baby doesn't need any more damn drama on top of that. I don't, I don't want her married to him. I want the marriage to not happen, her to find out, react how she reacts, and him to go on and hopefully find a dude who will treat him better than Ben. But, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely what the hell. You like Whitney? You like Whitney? I like Whitney. How you feel about yeah, Whitney these you. days, baby girl? Actually, I don't mind her either. Back back a few years ago, I thought she was annoying, but now that, you know, she's settled down and stuff, yeah. probably not for much longer, but you never know. <laughs> yeah. Once this, once this news is dropped on her hell, who knows what's going to happen to her. Then, then, you know, I, I think she'll get better once she figures it out because I mean I like her now you know now that she's settled down and she's had the life ahead of her and you know but when this comes out I just want to see feisty Whitney again because yeah. you never get to see that anymore and it makes well, me mad. You know Bianca's coming back so we're going to see some goddamn feisty. <laughs> yeah I haven't seen her but I saw where she was coming back. Yeah man she, she Bianca is excellent. Is a- Yes, she is. This is it's going I can't wait. It's gonna be good. <laughs> I cannot wait. You love Bianca, okay? Yes. It's a beautiful woman. Hey, quick fuck, because I just had this thought today because I'm watching Billy Honey stuff and honey's on my fucking nerves. Are 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 Bianca and Billy related? Are they? I don't know. Cause if not, I need them together as a couple. <laughs> What you think, girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! That because be look, Ricky, Ricky is gone, and she can scream, "Billy!" It'll be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> It'll buck him up a little more. Yes, Shane, I'm gonna have to show you some clips of uh, of uh, Bianca from back in the day, so you can get an idea oh, of this okay. fire. But I was thinking today. I really need Billy with a strong love interest because this bullshit with Honey, Honey, can oh, yeah. he tried to tell her. Yep. He tried to tell her yep. too, man. That's, but that's I'm stupid. like, okay, Bianca and and Billy, I can see it. So yeah, all right, I, I'll do that after <laughs> the show. All right, so baby girl, I've been running my mouth. So what other, uh, what the hell's did you have for East Enders Boo? I absolutely hate this Adam Honey, what's their face. <laughs> triangle thing that they have going. I can't even remember her name. They both have weird names. And I Abiba. Can't... Abiba. I gotta remember that. Abiba. I like the sister who's reasonable and tries to run the restaurant yes. and, you know, be productive with her time. Habiba drives me nuts because <laughs> all she does is make herself look pretty for Adam, even though yeah. Adam's running around with Honey and Honey doesn't know anything and it's ridiculous. Yes. What do you think of the, the Habiba and Honey all that mess, just, Shane? This is one story, even though, like I was saying earlier, see, it all depends on the storyline. Like I said, you kind of got to drag the Ben and Callum out for me anyway because you got to make it believable. This storyline, I think you just need to progress it. Let him catch, let a Honey walk in, catch him getting the D, doing it dirty, yeah. right there in the bed, and let's get it all over with. And yeah. then that way, you know. Because then, then, then you can have the aftershocks come. Yes. Then we can mix that it up. That would be something good to watch. Yes. But ridiculous. Yes. And but I, then we can deal with all the repercussions about, you know, who's, where's she going to go? What's, what's he going to do? Yada, yada, yada. Yes. But let's just get it down to where he gets caught. Agreed. 
I want I want it over because Billy has yeah. been wanting her for months. She's been acting stupid for months. Like I feel like whenever a soap resorts to character must be stupid to move story, that's the wrong direction. Just yep, like you said. That either means they're leaving soon or they're trying to find something new for them to do. Yep, and I think that's the one, the second one. They're trying to find something new. But honey gets on my nerves. Right. I wish she'd just go. And she's been so stupid. Yeah, she's kind of ditzy. She's kind of ditzy. I can't. And I'm she's still mad with her. I'm still mad with her from back in the day. Because there was one storyline. And this was never really addressed again. But there was one story beat where somebody had asked her, like, why she was with Billy or something like that when they were dating. And she was just kind of like, I don't know. I really don't feel like he's he's like... I feel feel like I'm kind of above him. And then I was kind of like, what? And then they never mentioned it again. And so yeah. I've hated her since then. I'm like, oh, this trick thinks she's too good for Billy. Well, then fuck you. Go on somewhere. Like, so, Billy, Billy's a good guy. You I love Billy. Yep. <laughs> Billy's like yeah. one of my favorite characters on the entire damn show. Yeah, he's a boss and he's sweet. He can get in Phil's face when he needs to. He's done some bullshit in the past and then he's done everything he could to make up uh, for it. He's a good grandfather to Lola, good, you know, proxy dad for Jay. And he doesn't deserve all the bullshit that he gets all the time. And I'm tired of people shitting on him. So, yeah, I don't know. Damn. Damn. Got it. Wait, tell us how you really feel. Hey, I, love some Billy. I think I tweeted back in the day that uh, Billy was too good for Honey. And somebody sent yeah. me a message back like, uh, you mean Honey is too good for Billy? I'm like, no, I said what I said. Uh, <laughs> Billy is a king. <laughs> yeah, I like Billy. I think Billy's cool. He's great. Yeah. Yes. All right, any other what the hell's, baby girl? I'm also kind of iffy about... Um, uh, is it Sammy? Is Sammy the little boy's name? Oh, Robbie's son? Yeah, I couldn't think of Robbie's name. Yeah. I was That was kind of stupid. They kind of brought him over, and he just kind of avoided the fact that he didn't want to give him back, and he had to have his ex-wife come and grab him. And yeah. I don't want him with you anymore. He was supposed to be back a week ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that is like the quickest offset pointless story to happen there, but at the same time, it still was kind of pointful because of what, you know, Stacy and Kush are going through right now and how Kush wants more time with Archie. But... You know, but, I didn't put two and two together that that's the reason they did that ridiculous storyline. But the first what the hell on my list is Robbie kidnapping his damn child. You're absolutely oh, yeah. right. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and nothing ever happened. I mean, mama just comes to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's dumb. Yeah. You, I mean, listen. Your wife lives in another, your ex lives in, your baby mama lives in another country, has told you, okay, have my son back for Friday, and then you're not going to call her Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and just are going to have her furious at you? Like, that's how you ensure that you lose joint custody of your child. Like, it was just ridiculous. And I was watching, I didn't understand the point. But, Lens, what you talking about? No, they were just trying to basically link that to Kush. Now I get it, but it's still stupid. Perfect what the hell. I don't, I don't like the guy that plays Robbie that much, to be honest with you. 
not a big huge fan. No, I never liked Robbie as a character to start with. I yeah, was going to yeah. ask you because you and I, I don't think we've ever talked about Robbie. Yeah, what, what's your take on Robbie Lance? I don't like Robbie. I think he's a dude. Yeah, pretty much some my thoughts. I, I, I thought he was a dude the minute he came on screen. I mean, he's been on before, and I didn't like him then. He came back, and I'm like, what the fuck are you back on my screen? Get lost. Is he one of these guys they drop? Is he one of the guys they drop in for like ten episodes every now and then? Yes, he yeah. is. He is the former witch of EastEnders. You know, you know the bold and the beautiful, the the, the vaults that they have where they put up. Uh, uh, Thorn into, and then they bring Thorn back up for like ten episodes, and then they put him back down in there for six months. Yeah, that's kind of what they do with Robbie. Uh. <laughs> I'm looking on the Wikipedia. So with Robbie, I think I started EastEnders in like oh eight oh nine, and he really wasn't on most of the time that I watched. And I'm looking at the Wikipedia no, for him. So not. apparently, he was on regularly from ninety three to two thousand and four. And yes. then I remember him dropping in for a little bit during my time. And it says he had a drop in in 2010, then a drop yep. in. And, and that's when I was watching. So I just saw him for a couple episodes. I think that's when he was helping to get Carol either on or off screen. And then he did a return in 2015. But that was when, um, oh, it looks like Dom Treadwell. That Collins was when Carol left. The 2015 okay. was when Carol left. So then I do remember them, but he was just on for a minute. And then 2017, he came back with Sean O'Connor, that crappy producer, and I didn't see that. For me, like, with Rob, I remember when I was watching this storyline in particular, I think I tweeted something like, has Robbie always been stupid, or is he just being stupid <laughs> for the story? Right? Well, <laughs> pretty much, from what I've seen, because I've been watching the same amount of time you have, maybe. Yeah. And and every time I've seen him, I just wanted to punch him upside the head and tell him to fuck up. Because he is about as stupid as honey in man terms. Yeah. Oh, God, and yeah. It's all, let's be fair, you know, there are a lot of stupid characters on EastEnders, but between those two, it's just like, you know... Those two win the cake. Yeah. <laughs> that and that and Phil Mitchell's mama bearing. I'm over that too. <laughs> oh, are you really? Oh God. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's going. You know that's going to be but, discovered but, by but, Christmas you know, time. But you know, I'll leave that for somebody else to speak of because <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll put in I'll put in my two cents on that when somebody else mentions. That's going to be their Christmas episode. They're going to be <laughs> opening presents around the Christmas tree, and somebody's going to drop in on them and let them know that hey. That's not your kid. That's Keanu's. America was filled. That's going to be a trip. You have, you have a, you have a step kid. They're going to bring Maury Povich on for a guest star role. Maury yeah. Povich going to come up there talking yeah. about, you are not the father. We're going to find out that neither one of them are. Get Jeremy Kyle back on TV. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Shane, let's throw it to you, my brother. What did EastEnders do to make you say, what the hell? Uh, let's see. I really didn't like, because I was a huge fan. I still am to some degree, but I was a huge fan of Stuart. Oh, 
I don't know what he done in the past, but I like the way this. I like I like him now. What I've been since he come back, what I've been watching. I mean, that's the only yes. Stewart I know. Yes. And I like how he's trying to make a change and how all that's going. I, I, I love how he took up for Calum the other day with his dad. You know, he pushed his dad up against the wall. You know, and that was good. Put him straight. But I hated to see him beat up Ben like he did, man. <laughs> that pissed me off, dude. I was so pissed off. I'm, la- I'm laughing because I had the opposite reaction. <laughs> oh, it pissed me off so bad. So that, and I'm like, I know he ain't homophobe. That ain't the reason why he did it. He did it because he thinks that Callum and him was a one-time thing and that Ben's bugging the piss out of him. Right. Wanting to get some more ass. Right. And he's like trying to blow it off. So he's just trying to go ahead and make a point not to mess with Callum anymore. I don't really think he's a homophobe. I do not think he's doing it because he hates gay people. I don't think he's like his dad in that sense. Yeah, I couldn't be wrong. No, they may go that way with that story. His dad is a closet case. Ben clocked him on that. As soon as old dude went up, all up in the bath, I'll say, bro, William George, you know what this looks like, homie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the wrong, that's the wrong place to go to talk Come about somebody now. about gay. I mean, <laughs> yes. Hey, what you doing over there, dick hanging out, man? Come on, man. I was like, what is he doing? Is he about to blow Ben in the bathroom? What is this? Did you get yeah. there? Did you see that scene yet, Lance? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's but coming. It's okay. Carry on. <laughs> that would have been a cool scene, man. That would have been a cool thing if he'd been back here at the stall or something. But all of a sudden, his dad came in and was like, I'll get on like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Whitney invites, uh, Whitney invites, uh, well, she talks to Stuart, and I'm kind of fuzzy on how. His dad ended up getting invited to the wedding, but he comes to town and he clocks that something seems to be going on between Ben and well, Stuart no, set up the meeting. But no, 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 no. Daddy thinks that Ben is checking him out. And uh, so he follows Ben to the bathroom to tell him to get his stop to stop staring him up and down because he don't realize that he's Ben is actually checking out Callum. So he's basically in the bathroom looking like he's propositioning Ben, which Ben points out, and right. then uh, a little a little scuffle uh, goes down. Uh, it was it was a mess, but yeah. So okay, for me because of everything that I've said about how they've messed up the character of Ben, like okay. Tell me, Shane, like, who is a character that you think is sweet on soaps that you really like? Who's that? Just any character, any other three soaps. Uh, That's sweet? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's think uh, real quick off the top of my head, real sweet. I like, uh, is it Rita? The Gemma? Okay, perfect. Rita. Okay, let's do it. I love Rita. This will be an excellent, this will be an excellent way. Okay, so I want you to pretend that... All of a sudden, still starting tomorrow, uh, on the next episode of Coronation Street, you find out that Rita uh, is into sex trafficking. So, <laughs> right? So she's into sex trafficking. Kinky. She starts threatening to kill babies. Uh, someone comes to the store, doesn't pay for a newspaper, and she says, I will cut your baby's throat, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and then the next episode, she is trying to have sex with, ooh, who's somebody who's married? Let's say Shona. So she decides she's going to take Shona from David, okay? <laughs> and then when Shona objects to this, uh, she says, okay, I'm going to kill uh, all of David's kids, right? Okay. 
And then on the next episode, she gets beat up. <laughs> like, yeah. This is basically what happened with Ben. Like Ben, and yes, he's done a lot of shitty sh- shit, but he was sweet, right? But then in bringing him back, Eastenders did all these, made him do all these terrible out of character things, and then right. he gets beat. So for me, it was cathartic to kind of see him get beat up. <laughs> I probably feel the same way if I if I'd been with it that long, maybe. Yeah. And you it, know, it just it, it's it's uncomfortable but interesting to me because I'm gay. I'm not into gay bashings. I have never before watched a show where a gay was bashed and felt happy. <laughs> but I did. Yeah, I would hope not. <laughs> Well, and actually, I'm actually telling a lie. There is one other case. I enjoyed watching Will Horton get murdered. I thought it was fabulous. Oh. Well. That's some days of our lives foolishness. He was a bad gay, too, and he deserved what he got. Uh. But, yeah, I just feel like... I agree. This wasn't a gay bash. And even though I put on on Twitter, I think I put something like, uh, you know, East Enders kind of got me signed for a homophobe. Now I don't I don't think that old dude is homophobe because he was pretty nah, accepting nah. and understanding of his brother, which I liked, right? But right. Ben has had that ass whooping coming because he's been doing fucked up things since the minute he came back here, and he's always grabbing on women, threatening old women. His him yeah. threatening a gangster's mother got his sister kidnapped. He's so fucking stupid. He needed some. Yeah. Somebody to beat his ass, and yeah, it's kind of shady. Yeah, it's kind of homophobic tinge, right? But he had that ass whooping coming, so I ain't care. I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I do understand your what the hell, and I also understand why you like the character because without yeah. all that background knowledge of like who he is, I see the appeal they're going for. But to me, it just feels like that's not that's not being so. Well, that kind of affects like long time watchers, right? Yes, right on both counts. I heard you with the Robert thing, baby girl. You're right. And yeah, you're, you're right. Like for people that are long term, I think we feel some kind of way. But people that are newer, like I get why they think he's interesting. And I mean, the things he's doing and saying are interesting. It just feels out of character. So I'm just like, bro, what you right. doing? <laughs> yes. What you doing? What other, what the hells you got for us, brother? Uh, the other one I got for you is uh, the whole course, the gray. Uh, bashing it, you know, with his wife. And, uh, kinda, I knew there was something coming for this son, but I knew there was going to be something. I knew there, I knew he wasn't as damn clean as he tried to make himself out to be. There wasn't nobody that damn good, especially in soap world. So I knew something was up, but I didn't think it was going to be this. You know, I didn't think it was. I was like, man, when Mitch get a hold of his ass. <laughs> Well, I thought they was. I thought I thought they were just going to run the storyline that Mitch was jealous of him, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, because Karen, you know, because even people brought up, oh, he's just jealous because he got a job, you know, whatever the case may be, right? And uh, that's what I thought they were going to do was go that route. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to go this route. Yeah, me either. That, that came out of nowhere. So, yeah, brother, I was watching. Look, this is this is going to be some bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. but it, it definitely is impactful. So y'all, let's let's get to my what the hells. I actually had a couple that have already been addressed, so I'm going to do the three left over that we have not talked about at all. First of all, Stacy is annoying as fuck. I cannot. And quick catch up, baby girl. Where we're at in current times is: um, Have you gotten to the part where Cat's money gotten stolen, baby girl, or not yet? No. Okay. So, 
I'm I'm just gonna gonna spoil it so you you caught That's up on right. why we're mad. I'm and, watch it anyway. Okay, so uh, you know, Cat has been talking to well, Kush has been wanting to spend more time with his son, and Kush wants to move forward with getting an attorney to kind of make sure he has his joint custody established so cat agrees to give him some money to help pay his legal fees and you know that's the money that she ended up stealing from phil right that's what she was going to use yes yeah, so, so she and Ern, not in but uh alfie stole from phil exactly. and she stole from him exactly. and blah 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 yeah because eastender still has not explained why the fuck she's not a millionaire no goddamn which is on my nerves but i digress <laughs> so what happens is when she goes to get the money, the money is gone. And the reason the money is gone is because Stacy has stolen the money because she figured out that Kat was going to use it to help with legal fees. And she does not want Cat uh, to help Kush get, uh, get access to who she's calling now her son. First of all. Yeah, I'm like, first, first of all, Kush cheated uh, Stacy cheated on Martin with Kush to have this stupid goddamn baby. So now yeah. all of a sudden, for her to be acting like his non-white child <laughs> belongs yeah. to his white side piece and his white best friend is some bullshit, number one. But Stacy is just being absolutely ridiculous. She is all in her ego and all, for some reason, deciding that she wants to limit access to Kush or she can't be woman enough to allow the courts to decide how much access she could have just because she gave birth to that kid. Like, it makes no sense. She's being completely irrational, irresponsible, hateful to cat jumping to conclusions about what cat's doing irrationally and i just hate every minute of it the only reason i feel like cat has not snatched her is because number one that's her family and honestly in all the years that they've been on those two are basically best friends so for, yes, for, and for, they even said that too they let that be known she's yes. closer to me than my own sister yes but stacy is being completely ir unfair and irrational with regards to this whole situation and I've, in real life the actress is pregnant which you can tell so i think they oh, may yeah. not be doing any big fight scenes because you know she's pregnant and they can't be doing all that but it, uh -huh. I mean, it's it's been it's been irritating as hell yes what y'all think about that foolishness i kind of like how they got finally martin and uh Kush back together as far as friends. Yes. I like how they even, yeah, I like how I, they, they did it. That was the thing that was kind of bugging me is the fact they've been friends for so flipping long and this whole thing just broke them apart for like, what, two months now yes. or something like yeah. that? And Lynn, yeah. you'll see on the recent episodes, uh, Kat, Kush and uh, Martin make up and Stacy and Kat get close to making up, but then they split apart again. So that's, oh, that, that's okay. what's coming. But Cush, but Cush and, Cush and uh, Martin are cool again. Uh, that's what yeah. Shane is referencing right now. And yeah, man, that was one of the best developments of the week because they're, they're even hiding to go talk. Yeah, that was funny. They went they went and met at the gay club <laughs> to go yeah. talk to each other because yeah. both they women are bad at each other and don't want them associated <laughs> with each other. Now that's class right there. That was funny. Everybody thinks they're together. That was cute. <laughs> yeah, but I hate it because I love Martin and Kush's friends and I love Kat and... Uh, 
Captain Stacy's friends and the anger that I feel with this whole uh, breakup of those friendships, uh, in my opinion, because of Stacy, is the same way I feel. And Shane, you probably missed this, but Marlon and Patty, who you probably know oh from Emmerdale, are best friends. Oh, that hurt. But right. then, but then Rona joined the show again, and Rona is Kane's wife in real life, right? Yep. So, oh, is it? Uh huh. So yeah, she joins that- the show. She was dating, I think, Marlon at the time. And yeah. then her introductory storyline was her uh, and Patty sleeping together while oh, she oh. was with Marlon. Yep. And so then we had to suffer like two years of Marlon and Patty not being friends because of that. And I hated every minute of that. That hurt my soul. Yes. And that's how I feel now about what's going on between uh, Stacy Cat, Martin Cush. So it's it's an interesting storyline, but it's I'm, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> right. I need it done. Yes. Um, another thing that I didn't like. Okay. So my boy Keanu, look, <laughs> I got a lot of love for Keanu. Yeah. You know, I know. I know the story where it's going. You know. He done knocked up Sharon. He done knocked up uh, Louise. And at Christmas, one of those two going to have a baby. I'm telling y'all, not one of them babies going to die. He ain't about to have two babies. <laughs> yeah, that's I, think have, I think he's going to have both, and then Phil's going to kill him for knocking no, them both. No, no. I, I don't see EastEnders letting both of those babies come to term. I think what's going to happen, Louise is going to lose her baby. Uh, Sharon is going to keep her baby. Like Shane said earlier, that's going to yeah. get unwrapped for Christmas. So this is gonna be like Keanu's <laughs> dad. Everybody be bored on Christmas. I can't wait. But my problem can't. Okay, so Keanu sees all the pressure of you know these pregnancies in his life, and he needs some more money in his life. So he goes to Phil and say, "Hey, Phil, I need a job, brother. Give me a job so that I could, I can, uh, you know, get some more money." He like, "All right, I got you. Handle up on this car for me, right?" So all dude got to do is take this car from point A to point B. My dude is being slow as fuck. He he is acting like he got a model car that he gets to Uh. test drive and chill in all day. He got the tunes up. He got the the back down. I'm just like, dude, what you doing? Dude, this is a criminal car. What are you doing? He is just chilling in this stolen ass car like it ain't definitely. Drawing all kinds of attention to himself. And what the fuck happens? He gets caught. I was like, dude. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Yes. So that was my what the hell, but I'm interested in how y'all have thought about the Keon the Shiano stuff. Baby girl, you take it first. What you what you think about all this Sharon Louise Keanu stuff? I don't care. <laughs> no, seriously, I could honestly care less because they have this boy who's in love with both of these women and decides to go with Louise instead of Sharon. And boom, she's pregnant. I'm like, oh that's great. Uh, yeah, and then there's Mama Phil. I'm over it. And then at least make him grumpy. They didn't even make him grumpy. Yeah. Mario. Keanu, it's just when it comes time for Christmas, I guarantee you somebody's chestnuts are going to be roasting on the open fire. Yeah. True and that. it ain't going to be Phil. <laughs> yeah. How you 
they turned, they might flip the script. They may have uh, Phil be the one that ends up getting. Never can tell. Well, I think they're doing all this nice Phil stuff. And, and I saw uh, Kate Oates say as much in an interview when she was first hired. She said that one of her big stories was going to be Phil being very trusting of all these people and feel kind of, you know, turning corner uh, with a lot of his relationships and then a penny's going to drop. So, yeah, I think when I'm watching Phil be a dice, I'm not mad. to be mad again. Well, that's the thing. See, I'm not mad because I'm just like, who these motherfuckers don't know what's about to come when he finds out. Yeah, I know that, but it needs to come faster because I need mad Phil because Happy Phil is not cool Phil. And yes. he's, he's, I'm just scaring me a little bit. I don't have this in my notes, but I'm interested in what did y'all think about that switcher up where uh, Sharon was like, Phil, that's something I got to tell you. And then the next episode, the first thing we see is Keanu tied up in a chair. Yeah, that was a cool man. That was I think that was some damn good writing right there. Yes. Yeah. Quite a, quite the shocking change, especially when you know that Sharon and his mom were both behind. I was done. I was like, they did what? <laughs> like, I could have seen Sharon in it, but I, I didn't think that she, uh, Karen would have went in on it with Sharon. Because all Karen been trying to do is beat Sharon's ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Sharon just wants, or uh, Karen just wants Sharon out of that boy's life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was that was a good little switch. I like Karen. Yeah, Karen's grown on me. I'm I'm feeling it. Yeah. I just great. like her at first, but now that you know, with all the stuff that's been going on with their little brood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That has since grown a little bit. Yes. And I'm gonna tell you, now that I've seen uh, uh, Karen take Sharon by the throat and throw up against the wall in her own house I can't wait until Karen finds out that that motherfucker been abusing her child to see what the hell she done uh, oh, yeah. we've already this year we've seen there was two characters that like almost had their nuts cut off like uh, what's her name Stacy's friend got her rapist and she was talking about cutting his dick off I feel like it was a recent episode where somebody else was threatening to cut off somebody's dick yeah. I think another one of them scenes is coming <laughs> you know we got you know we got a Boba special coming eventually yeah, man. oh yeah there's gotta be somebody getting castrated at some point yep agreed <laughs> And to do my last, what the hell? Okay, so I saw people talking about this on Twitter, and I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. And I even watched this with my man just for perspective, because we have similar thoughts, sometimes a little different, but I just wanted to get a feel for, you know, if I was being a little too much. Right. I was not feeling gay pride at all. <laughs> oh, wow. I hated that episode. I was oh. Yeah, I wasn't actually a big fan of that episode either, to yeah. be <laughs> I was just like, wait, because it was, mm, I don't know. First of all, I don't like the design of the the new gay club. Like, I put this on Twitter, like, you know, do y'all like it or not? I think I had, like, ten responders, and most of them were like, we love the look. I, I don't like the look of the club. I felt like it was a little too much, like, let's put as many rainbow flags and this, that, and the other that we can in the episode. But the stories really weren't focused on too much, like, there wasn't gay stuff going on 
in the story enough. Right. It was uh, Bernie's family being supportive of her, which to me was the best part of the story. Like, I thought that that was yeah. nice. But I, I thought we were going to get a Bernie-Tiffany like linked together like i thought they were gonna finally put them together because <laughs> you got the reveal that she was the one who was sending the text messages that bernie was all excited about so, so you I'm think like, tiffany's wanting to be with bernie well that's what I thought we were gonna get no, but that's what he uh, wants yes yeah. but that didn't happen and, and i was like it's not gonna happen because tiffany wants her brother i know. Yeah, I, was about to say, I thought she wants to be with Keegan. well they could just work it out but nope. you know, they they had their little kiss. She was very cool with Bernie, saying she loved her, and and they had that beat where that one girl had had said to her that it was clear that Bernie was in love with her. So I thought that where they were going was to Tiffany and realizing on gay pride that okay maybe I'm bisexual, and the story would be she likes the brother, she likes the sister. And That's what I was thinking. Right? But then that they didn't do that. But then they didn't do that. What did they focus on? Uh, ben getting his ass beat for being an asshole. What? Yeah. And another good part, I'm going to give this to. Yeah, I, I don't like Stewart, but I, I have to say EastEnders is doing a good job with his reformation because the way Stewart responded to Callum's reveal that he was, you know, he had a little thing with Ben, I thought that was pretty good too, you know? Right. Um, so, and, you know, he's still like, go ahead on and stay with Whitney because dude is like, I love Whitney, I want to be with Whitney, right? But I thought that that was handled well too. But I just like, you know, people online were like, it's the best episode ever. It'll make you feel so inspired. I was just kind of like, no. No! <laughs> <laughs> that was me one feeling it. And also Tina. Tina is a lesbian. Like, they couldn't have given her a storyline. Like, I feel like they should have had a long-term story set for Tina, long-term story set for Bernie, to long-term story set for Ben Callum, if that's what they were going to do, and maybe have all three of those combined. Like, if the story was Ben getting his ass beat, Bernie and Tiff getting together, and maybe something really good happening for uh, Tina, that would have been much better. But to me, it was too much of... It was too annoying. Like, it was too much steward. Dude, I liked Bertie's family, but I just thought the story could have been different and not enough Tina. Like, Tina and mm. Bertie got a nice you, scene. You think, you, yeah, it's like you'd think Tina would get a pretty good chunk of show. Exactly. She's the longest established lesbian currently on exactly. the show. And she still doesn't have a love interest past Sonia. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So, right. I thought that was odd, too, that she don't have anybody. Yeah, because her and Sonya were together, and, and they were great together, too. And then EastEnders messed that up. So I'm like, Sonya ain't with nobody now. Tina ain't with nobody. Put them together. So, yeah, I just, yeah. if they ever do that, if they do that next year, they need to get better, because, now nah, they could have done better with that. I was like, nah. <laughs> and I know Kale's producer, she could do much better with regards to those kind of <laughs> yeah. stories. She, she can do some great stuff. Yes. Let's jump to scenes of the week. So, Miss Lenz, let's start with you. What did EastEnders do that you liked the past month or so? I liked everything having to do with the aftermath and everything involving Dina's death and her funeral. Uh, yes. Um, that was I thought good. it was well done. I liked the little girl's reaction, and, you know, she was just like, 
thinking that she could go in and talk to her mom and she's like dead and she can't and, it, and she, every time she goes to talk to her mom about something she can't because she's not there anymore and she doesn't have to worry about caring for her but she still wants to do it and yeah it, it, it was hard to watch <laughs> yeah I agree. You got to understand why that little girl won her British Soap Award. She was she did a good job. Two of them, in fact, it wasn't just one; it was two. You saw his reaction too, especially when it came out that she asked Karen to, you know, help in her otherwise thoughtless demise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it was really hard to watch. The funeral, too. You're just sitting there and watching everybody. And I'm just like, this is hard. <laughs> Completely agree. What did you think it's, of that story, Shane? I kind of I hated it that they took, let's see, I guess they had to do it to make the story go good, you know, for Bailey. But I hated that she actually killed herself. Yeah. And well, I really hated that they had Mitch. to do it, but... Well, I hate that they had Mitch blow it all out of proportion. Hundred percent. About her and about her, him and Karen. I'm like, look. First of all, she didn't tell you because you know you probably have a damn fit in the first place. Second of all, she didn't tell you because it was she thought it was over and done with. Yeah. She didn't know she was gonna go through with it. Surely she wouldn't have left her there if she thought that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. That was gonna be my exact comment. The on. Actually, there's two parts of that that I really hated, and you just said them both. One, the fact that she did it. Two, Mitch's reaction. The first yeah. thing is because it just didn't make any sense to me that she chose that moment to kill herself because things were good. They were finally out of that apartment where they were isolated, and they were just downstairs where they had a whole family that was there and willing to help. So to me, it made no sense as far as storyline goes. When you finally are at a place where your baby is not the only person that can help you, you've got a number of adults five seconds away that can help you. Why choose that moment to end shit? Everything's good. So that, and that may be why they chose to do that for a story, but I was just like, no, that's the worst. Right. What are you doing? You aren't even on your own. And then, yeah, Mitch was over-the-top ridiculous, and I hated every minute of his reaction, but I was cool Seven. at the end when he was like, you know what? I probably would have reacted the exact same way you did, Karen. Yeah. I was like, good, because she was getting on my fucking nerves. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, only, it only took a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It take a long. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah. yeah. Excellent, excellent scene of the week, baby girl. I completely agree with that. Yeah, what's your uh, other one? You're probably going to give me flack for this, Uh-oh. but I absolutely love when Rainy decided to steal all of Meg's and, uh, uh, who is his face is money and that run off. was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm with I you on this one. <laughs> you get zero flack from me. I watched, and I was just like, 
and everybody was blaming, you know, Hunter's mom for it because she was about to steal it too to get the legal fees for her lawyer to get her son out of jail, but she didn't do it. And then the next thing you know, Rainey calls Max and says, yeah, I took all your money and I have Abby with me and uh, yeah, good luck. And hangs up the phone. I was like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Listen, I know Rainey's a mess. That oh, was slick. God. That was slick. She did the damn thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at her. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. That was smooth. <laughs> that was smooth. Now, Caught me off guard, too. I'm going to tell you, Lens, EastEnders is about to mess it up because she's off screen from the time that you watch until this week where we are. And now they're trying to they're trying to mess it up a little bit. So I'm going to just leave you with the high for right now. <laughs> but I'll deal with it as it comes. Yes, but I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you <laughs> was, no flack. I thought that was excellent and I completely agree. Yeah, that was excellent. I was, I was on Rainey's team with regards to that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's jump to your scenes of the week, Shane. What did Eastenders do? What's the first thing Eastenders did that you liked? Well, my first part I mentioned earlier was I'm cushion the Martin makeup. Yes. I like that scene. I thought that was a great scene. Very well done. Well shot. And uh, with the whole fight scene, they run as that guy steals something from Martin's drive. <laughs> and it, they needed that. They didn't need it just to be from anybody's stand. It needed to be something he took from Martin. Yes. And he's trying to stop it. They needed that. That was good. They were specific with that. But I like that scene. And I guess the other scene I like was the. Uh, not trying to jump to it, but uh, it's the Mick with the photo uh, with his kid, and he's going to take a photo of, and he gets under the table. Yes. And that photographer's like, "Oh, it's autism." He realizes he relates that that boy has autism. That's why he's you know doing that run, starting it. And then, of course, whenever Mick and his wife are hugging their son together. That's, that's catch up. But, yeah, that was an excellent scene. I, I love that as well. Yes. Okay, so for me. So I've got four, but two of them are quick, so I'm going to run through them real quick. So earlier I was talking about how I think more than one person got their dick threatened to be cut off during EastEnders and I wrote down number two in my scene of the week so I can remind y'all who it was <laughs> so the first was when Ruby got her rapist and she was threatened to cut off his nuts the second Jack Jack got <laughs> Tiffany's little trifling ass black rapist and I always yep. hate that shit I'm like you trifling brother why are you gonna do Tiffany like that he was being too goddamn cocky Jack beat that ass <laughs> then, yeah he then, sure did I'm not gonna great. lie I wanted to reach the TV and give him a huge hug he yes. was like I, as you know I am a Kane fangirl and he went Pull out Kane after that. Like, yeah. yeah. Dude deserved it. He was a punk. He was just basically talking about, I could do what I want. I'm going to fuck with your daughter. I could do what I want. And he's like, oh, really, bitch? Yeah. Oh, blah, blah. It was great. <laughs> and did that motherfucker piss himself at the end? I think he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. They showed that big stream running from his leg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. dude. And yeah. then his boys came by to see, which I thought yeah. was great. Yeah. yeah, he better get out of town because the boys ain't going to leave that down. I'm saying, I hate it when rapists, a lot of times what happened, which has been happening recently on British Soaps, is rapists have been allowed to get away with their bullshit. So I appreciate 
even though, you know, this isn't the law getting involved and fucking shit up, right, that that rapist was put on notice by Jack. Jack was a boss in that damn right. scene. So I, I, I really appreciated that. So I thought, yeah, scene of the week like a motherfucker. <laughs> right. Shit. Um, another real quick one I will say. Actually, I have three, but it's actually more like two. Uh, so this one, I'm going to say I like New Bobby. New Bobby's good. So the uh, kid playing Bobby now, he's new. They actually had like a little child actor in the role before. But right. this kid's good. Mm-hmm. Like he is playing. I, I enjoy him too. Yeah. Like he's playing awkward, uncomfortable. Uh, oh, he's you. playing that now to a T. That, yeah, that, that conversation that Ben had with him too. That was good. I've been in jail before. I know how it can be. I know how it is getting. That was great too. Yeah. So the way that kid is as Bobby, uh, Shane, that's kind of what Ben was before. Oh, So that's why this confident prick that's cool trafficking women seems odd because it's just like he used to be the geeky kid. (laughs) So I'm like, who is this? But now I wonder wonder what Bobby's up to, though. Yeah, so the, the... have you seen the lens, the part where he's talking to his friend Emron? We got another Emron on the show. Yeah, God, I can't stand that Emron on Corey. I'd like to slap the shit out. I do not like Emron on Corey neither. He's a little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just got like, We got Emron on Hollywood. We got Emron on Corey. I don't know where these names come from. There has never been a fucking Emron on these British soaps in all these years. Now we got Emron on Hollywood, Emron on Corey, and Emron on EastEnders. And spoiler alert, lens, we actually meet him this week. We meet Emron. <laughs> And oh, the kid, the kid, oh Lord. the kid that plays Imran, he's actually all right. He he's the one that gave. Uh, you you saw this already, Shane. He's the kid that gave Bobby that book. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I thought they were trying to like make Bobby like, but this still could be what's going on. Maybe not. But uh, Imran meets up with Bobby and gives him a copy of the Quran. Yeah, and then you see Bobby on his own, and he's doing the Quran. So hopefully, the way they're going with this was they're just going to make Bobby Muslim, which I think is awesome. If they make him a terrorist, I'm gonna have a problem. (laughs) That's what I wondered. That's the first first thing that went through my head. I'm beginning to based on what you're saying because I haven't seen this bit yet. Yes. It sounds kind of like they're going the extremist route. But it didn't seem like the kid that plays Imran just seemed like a normal kid. Like it didn't seem like like on Hollyoaks where they're doing that extremist bullshit right now. Like this weird oh, relative. Oh yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's let's just yeah. that yeah. yeah. So that's that's why I'm like after seeing Imran and their little exchange, um, I just think I'm like, huh, I wonder if Bobby's just gonna be Muslim and so part of his redemption is gonna be finding religion. That would be a cool that would be a cool twist because yeah. what they should do is have them find the Quran in his bedroom when he's not there. Yeah. And the first thing I start thinking is the terrorist twist. Now that would be good. Because they're going to think that because he's been to jail and what happened before. Yes. He's already freaking out because he's got a lock on his door. Yeah, exactly. I can write this shit, man. And then have him do that. That would be (laughs) good. And then, and then it come out that he's really Muslim. Maybe they start following him and they go to one of the churches or something, you know, yes. whatever the case. Because, see, that would be good because it could play into the stereotypes. And, you know, they've already done that excellent episode. I don't know if you got to see this one where they did consent. 
Um, it didn't win no awards, but it was still good. So it could allow them to explore the stereotypes and then show how a person can redeem themselves through religion. So, yeah, I think that's going to be interesting. I think Kush broke up. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so I like New Bobby. Uh, the last two that I have, which actually are kind of basically uh, the same thing, is I liked Billy messing up Jay and Ruby's relationship. And I also like one thing I can say I like about Ben is Ben's manipulation bringing Jay and Lola back together <laughs> because Billy has been, been team Jay and Lola for the jump. Every time he sees the opportunity to bring those two together, he does. And Lola was getting ready to run uh, out of town uh, because, you know, she saw that Jay was uh, getting close to Ruby again. And so what does Ben do? He puts himself in a situation where he's kissing up on uh, Ruby and then yep. Jay is jealous of it. <laughs> and oh, oh. Yes, like I thought you were gay, dude. And then yeah. Ruby's just like, I just, I just can't deal with this, and you really don't love me or whatever. And Ruby's been playing hot and cold with Jay, so I, I'd have been them on yeah. together in yeah. the first damn place. So yeah. this is you the like only Ruby? scheme of me. Uh, this is the thing. Ruby was introduced, and she was like nice to Jay, then mean to Jay, then nice to Jay, then mean to Jay, uh. and then she was raped but then East Enders played it like maybe she was raped maybe she wasn't raped and they even brought a character on that she had sexually harassed in the in the past to kind of muddy whether or not I've seen that role I've seen that role I've, I've seen the part where she goes to court and everything yeah so the court was after the the because did you see the part where the brother came on and he was like you sexually harassed me and she didn't seem like she got it yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah yeah so yeah all of that soured me to Ruby and then made me not want him with Jay because the last girl Jay was with was underage and he didn't know and because of that he's on the sex offenders registry now <laughs> exactly so I, I don't want Jay in any stories where he's going to have more sexual drama so I just want him with a nice girl because ever since Abby it's been drama so yeah I was right. glad they broke up because Lola and Jay have been a couple that I've liked. I've only liked him with Abby, him with Lola, and that's it. So I was like, Lola left the show right around the time it seemed like her and Jay might be getting together. Now she back. She's single. He is single-ish now. <laughs> so I'm here for anything that brings them together. So, yeah, I, I liked all that. What did y'all think about all the Billy, Jay, Ruby, Lola stuff? Uh, I'm glad Joe. I'm glad uh, that Jay and Ruby are together. It's done. Finished there. Yeah. I did like Lola and Jay together, but I also think that it could blow up in their faces again, especially mm. if Ben has his way. So. <laughs> yeah. I need Lola and Jay together forever and ever and ever the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been a, I've been a pretty big shipper of those two since you know they got together the first time. So yes. All right, guys. So let's just actually switch and jump into Emmerdale. So, baby girl, we're gonna throw it back to you for Emmerdale. What did Emmerdale do to make you say what in the hell? Andrea, I mm -hmm. fucking hate her. What? I hate, yep, I do not like her in the least. Aww. I don't like that she worked with 
Instagram to get sexy little Jamie in bed. I don't like any of that nonsense. I think it's fake. I think it's depressing. I think it's stupid, and I'm over it. Yeah. How you feel about Andrea? That's uh, so Kim's son's surprise wife. How you feel yeah. about her? <laughs> uh, not a huge fan. I uh, I think she does a good job with the role, but I think that uh, he uh, I think she's there's more to her that's coming up soon. I don't know what, but I think she's more. I think there's more evil to her than she's trying. They're trying to make her out to be right now. Mm. I think. I think. I think Jamie. I think the whole letting her off with the Graham deal was a little too too quick and a little too fast. Yeah. And I think there's. I think there's something else there that's going to come to surface. Yeah. I don't know what yet. Maybe she slept with Graham. That's what that, you see. That was my initial thing when she saw Graham for the first time. I initially thought that Millie was his. Listen, all of us are on the same page with regard to that. That ain't none of his baby. That's Graham's baby. <laughs> like, it's obvious. Yes, and you're 100% right. Listen, okay, so maybe I'm influenced by the recent episodes of Emmerdale where I have watched her support uh, Priya. Uh, so, Lens, Priya has a slip-up with her eating disorder, and Andrea helps her, and it's nice. So, I think I'm influenced by that. But I will say... She was coming from a queen, Kim, from the jump, so I was not feeling her then. <laughs> you know, I'm team Kim, so I don't give a fuck what shady shit she does. She is always right. Everybody else is wrong. So I love uh, Kim coming after her all the time. But immediately, I was just, as soon as it came out that Graham knew her, and then as soon as she started asking questions about him, his girlfriends and shit, I was like, yeah, that baby is Grams. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's Grams. I say, I say what we have happen, what they ought to have happen, is Andrea ain't had enough of that Graham D, and she goes up and seduces him, and gets him, yeah. in, the, gets, gets him in the band, and don't let, don't let Jamie catch her. Let Kim catch him. Yes, that would be great. Oh, Kim would, oh, I would jump on board with that any day of the week. Because we know that uh, Jamie's an idiot, and Jamie would go up there and catch him, and then she'd be like, oh, baby, you know, his back just needed a massage, and I yeah. had to massage it naked. He'd be like, oh, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. Jamie's hot, but he's a dumbass. I was trying to make up the bed, and I slipped and fell on it. <laughs> oh, you poor. Poor baby, are you okay? <laughs> He's a dumbass. Yeah, uh, seriously. <laughs> For such a hot dude, he, he, he belongs in the underwear store in Hollywood. He should have been <laughs> firmly in his mother's camp. She oh, was great. trying to, you know, she pointed out to him, look, this bitch is a con artist. She's been playing you for months, and you're just going to forgive her? And he I did. He's a Yes, we have Millie. I'm like, dude, that child is Graham. <laughs> and this is how you know it's Graham's because he says to her, so there are no more secrets, right? No, baby, there are no <laughs> more secrets. Not yeah. at all. And, and the marriage is over. <laughs> Christmas time, you ain't, getting that reveal. You ain't, he's like, you ain't killing at me for child support, are you? <laughs> Christmas, Christmas will be the best day ever because Robert Sunday will end up dead. It works for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, going to end up, Dad? The baby reveal will happen. 
Uh, uh, she said Robert. Robert is uh, Victoria's brother who doesn't want her to have that stupid baby. Right. Yeah, we said don't he's going to end up dead. We're not a fan She's of projecting. Robert. She's hoping. Oh. And so am I. <laughs> I'm having my inner projectoral Christmas moment because we, both, we all know that Robert's leaving the show. Yes. Right. And let me tell you, so I know when we first met, I was like, okay, we cool with you if you don't like Robert on Emmerdale. And you were like, I can't stand that punk. Yeah, so yeah, basically, yeah. Kate Oates who produces Emmer EastEnders now produced Emmerdale before and she introduced that character to the show. So what we feel like she's doing with Ben is she's taking the little geeky boy that that's like Bobby on EastEnders now, right? That's who Ben used to be. But she right. doesn't have a Robert Sugden on EastEnders. So basically she's trying to make uh, Ben on EastEnders the same way she made Robert on Emmerdale because he came in the same way. He was played by a different actor, he was recast, and a lot of people that watched the show long term felt like the way he was acting was not the way that he had ever acted before. So, uh, the, the part of the reason we don't like Ben on EastEnders now is because she's introduced to him just like she did Robert on Emmerdale, who we still don't like to this day. So, yeah. We won't yeah, I think, I think not only is something going to happen to him, but I think also before something happens to him, mm -hmm. I think they'll write a split between him and Aaron. Yeah, good. Works yeah. for me. It's going to piss off yeah. all, the, all the fans that like him, but all I don't the, care. All he the trash. Ron fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes, because I think it'll bring closure to those fans. Have the split. I mean, they can have him grieving over him because it'd be, you know, maybe the split happens shortly before. So here's, here's another parallel. So basically, Robert and Aaron should have never been put together as a couple, and their parent makes no sense. The same way we're talking about Ben and Callum, no sense as a couple. It's same. Right. Way. It was like introduced, completely impatible. Aaron would have never showed that guy the time of day, and now they've been nope. together for all this time. So yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Right. What were we talking about before we got to Robert and Aaron? Who who were we talking about? What was the what was the we were talking that? about Graham and and, and, Graham and, and okay, yes, yeah, yes, Graham and Millie and how they are incredibly related. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm surprised you didn't like Andrea though, baby girl. Give give me more why you didn't like Andrea. For one, she's too good looking for him. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! It's like three seconds, three seconds into her first scene. She ran over Queen Kim on the horse. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. And then she bitched at her for a good five minutes before yeah. she realized who she was talking to. And then and then it was just like, nope, I don't like her. She's out. She's Boy, Kim cut that half for no slack. First thing she's like, how old are you? <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, I am <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like seriously, first three minutes she's on scene, she <laughs> runs over Kim and her horse. She bitches at Kim for a good five minutes, and then Kim is like, "Oh, uh, hi, son, how are you doing?" Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. That face, she, that face she had when she realized who she was fucking with. I'm surprised I didn't have to holler cut so she could get that heel out of her mouth where she had her foot in it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And she's been a trip this whole trying to fuck up the 
look of the uh, house, which Kim is letting her redecorate so that Jamie and her can stay there. And yeah, she's she she's a little amateur with her little schemes, and I think Kim is gonna fuck her up. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. <laughs> yeah, that that that's one of the things that things that drove me nuts. Yeah, so what's and your other one, boo? The other one is when Matt decides to break in to the Dingle House. And while I hate Jesse with every passion in my weird little black heart, shot her because she just wanted to, or because he wanted to get back at Billy for screwing up another thing that oh he didn't God. even want to be involved with. This is my thing. If somebody has broken into your house, held your family hostage with a gun, you beat them down, they down on the ground. What's one of the first things you should goddamn do? Take the gun away. Grab the gun. These idiots up here hugging. Oh my god, are you okay? Oh April, are you okay? Oh Jesse, are you okay? And I'm just like, well, what are these fucking idiots go pick up the gun as I'm yeah. screaming this to my TV? That motherfucker has come back to consciousness, lifted up the gun, and plotted. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? Yep. <laughs> yes. What you what you think of the showdown, uh, Shane? Uh, whatever the gun. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. They should have. Uh gotten to it faster um a lot of people are gonna tell them i'm wrong on this but what i've gathered is there's some history there where billy's been some trouble yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. billy hell because he well he explained it already to his mom that he beat up a guy for right yeah. He almost Everything killed somebody. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is a lot of people are going to give Marlon flack because he didn't want Billy coming back to the house. But in my mind, he's got a daughter. Yep. Yeah, he has a nine-year-old daughter. Yeah. We with you on this one, bro. I'm like, I can kind of understand why he don't want to come back into his house. Yep. And have you been watching Emmerdale? Did, did you watch when Jesse started on the show? Uh, uh, no, I wasn't watching then. I, I I had started watching about two months after her and Marlon got married. So let me break down what happened. So Jesse and Marlon get together, and then Jesse's son comes to town, right? Jesse had her own place at the time, and she was dating Marlon. But she tells Marlon, "Hey, my son needs to move into us because he can't stay with me because we we have beef." And Marlon's kind of <laughs> like, "What?" And then all of a sudden, his her son is living at his house. And this isn't oh, even Billy this yet. Is Alice. This, this is Ellis. So this heifer just moves in her son pretty much without talk, talking to Marlon about it. Emmerdale really doesn't have Marlon put up much of a fight, but he's more like confused what is going on. And so basically, she like moves her first son into his house with you know, out much conversation. Then when Billy gets out of jail, him and Ellis are beefing, but again, Billy ends up moving into Marlon's house without much conversation or input from Marlon because she's just like, I have to have my boys together. And then oh, Ellis boy. gets mad and moves out because he hates his brother. So these two Negroes are in the house who Marlon didn't ask to be in this house in the first place. 
place when Jesse even had her own place to stay. And then oh, all of a sudden, uh, his daughter's getting shot up, his house is getting shot up. I mean, this is this is this is like the worst thing. I think that's why I put on the Twitter hell. Jesse go put Barlot off sisters because he yeah. their family is bringing so much unnecessary drama into Marlon's house. The most drama that boy had was his old used to get drunk. Like you yeah. know, from the bullets in the house. No. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't mad at Marlon at all. I was like, "You goddamn right! Don't let kick them all out. Kick yeah. Jesse out." Too. I'd rather, I'd rather hang, I'd rather hang with Ben Jerry than Smith and Wesson. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm finally glad he put his foot down and said, "Dude, no, yeah. he's not allowed in my house anymore. I want him out today." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And from what I watch, he waffles. Like from what I've seen recently, like. I don't think it's resolved, but he still feels like they shouldn't be there. Belly shouldn't be there. And Jesse and Ellis now are doing that whole, but after all this time, Ellis has spent warning against Billy. Now Dale has decided that he's going to be Billy's defender. And I'm like, what is happening? This is ridiculous. All these black people. See this? Huh? It's like, to be fair, he's been doing that for a while now, though. They've been a lot closer than they probably should have been, even after the stabbing and everything. It's well, you like, know, yeah. when they started, Jesse was the stupid one, and Ellis was always consistently like, uh, Billy used to beat my ass when I was a kid. I would tell you, Mom, and you would be like, no, you got it wrong. Billy damn near killed somebody, got sent to jail for it. The judge said he did it. The jury said he did it. He's in jail now. Mom, no, no, you're wrong. So Jesse has been consistently misdelusional, and Ellis has been like, you're tripping. And their relationship has been almost done because of her tripping. And now all of a sudden, even Marlon, when he was talking to Ellis, he's like, you changed your tune because all of a sudden it's crazy after this family is shot up ellis is just like billy's okay he's not dangerous i'm I'm just no (laughs) i'm like yep he's not dangerous that's the boy who got beaten up by him for his entire child life he got stabbed (laughs) just five minutes ago he yeah. got stabbed and his mama got shot and emmerdale gave him the words billy is a dangerous what? Okay. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Shane, let's jump to you. What's your uh, first what the hell for Emmerdale? Um, probably the Amy, <clears throat> Amy's stupidity. Yep. <laughs> Amy, Amy is the queen of stupidity this past, you know, few days. How the hell do you want to be with a man? That you know has slept with your mama. Yep. And what night stand. And when you find out now, you find out and you hear it from both of them. You know it from a fact happened. It ain't rumor anymore. And you're sitting there at a pub and he comes up and says, oh, I'm sorry, or wherever they is when they say it. And she's like, okay, give me a hug. You still listen. He's back in the daggum wagon going at it again. I can't. <laughs> There's a thought that come to your mind that, hey, my mama's been here before. <sighs> <laughs> My mama sit where I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's very consistent. Claws got the same stuff. Do you, do y'all watch Claws on TNT? No. No, okay. I've seen the trailer, but I never have watched it. Yeah, it I've good. seen the trailer plenty, but yeah, no. On Claws, this woman catches her mother blowing her husband. Oh, God. And then they get back together. <laughs> oh! 
<laughs> I'm with you 100% on this one, Shay. <laughs> I, I would have disowned her and broke up his ass. Oh, shit, me too. Uh, uh, mama started to talk. I said, you shut that dick sucker up. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and look, these people own soaps always make it seem like it's so difficult to find a mate. God damn it, you can have some hoe sucking your dick in five minutes. You can have some hoe eating yeah. pussy in five minutes. Go on any app. You do not need to stay with a slut if you don't want to. What are you doing? You don't stay with somebody that fucked your mama, your cousin, your brother, your daddy, your sister. No. <laughs> Fair, Holly did have a storyline where a brother and a sister were sleeping together. But this is oh, hell. Oh my God, brother and a sister, Lord Jesus, help me! And, and, God, but, I thought that was only on Pornhub. But at, for, <laughs> at, at first, at first they didn't know they were brother and sister. You know, on Pornhub they know their brother and sister. Yeah. Is mom out? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Her mom and dad asleep. Keep it down. <laughs> we don't want them to hear. Yeah. Amy's a dumbass on that point. I, I totally agree. And I feel like she should see what the hell is going on between Nate and Myra. I mean, goddamn it, it is obvious as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. What's your other one, man? I think my other one would be Don sell out. When she did that to Lydia, the sellout of the uh, reporter. Oh yeah, I hated that man. That what was like here. Do tell. This is this is the Lydia bullshit. So you know Lydia uh, has the the whole story where you know her baby's bones have been found at the school grounds or whatever. Well, there's a yeah. reporter that's trying to find. Uh, out where she lives and uh, at the same time Dawn is in the storyline where she's trying to get some extra money to uh, bolster herself so she could be a mom to her kid or whatever and so she tells the reporter where Lydia lives and the reporter goes and harasses her at uh, the farm and uh, later on in the episode you see uh, the reporter paying uh, Dawn for this information but then it shows Dawn as a cheap hoe that heifer was supposed to pay her like I guess a hundred dollars yeah. and she ain't getting but fifty. I'm like, seriously? Uh, yeah. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't got but, but hell you get cake because she can't I tell you what but she took Robert for a ride though, did he? <laughs> <laughs> took that thousand dollars to get shit. Man, yeah. Dawn yeah, Dawn is a Dawn is a trip. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to keep it on her because my first what the hell, which, Lens, you let me know if this is going to be in conflict. I think it's going to be maybe in conflict with what Lens was going to say. Uh, My what the hell is Dawn's reaction to Will and Harriet getting back together. All right. Yep. So, um, I like Will. (laughs) I do too. I like Will too. I I do too. I like him with Harriet. I like him with Harriet. I'm sorry about it. (laughs) Sorry, not Uh sorry. Because, like, he loved her back in the day. And she betrayed his ass. He was crooked. She was an undercover cop. And she sold him out and got his ass sent down for a whole bunch of years. But after all that, and then he came back and he started harassing her ass something serious. And he was boss with it. Him and Dawn working together to get Harriet. It was shady, but it was a good plan, right? Yeah, they decided to let it go and get their freak on, and I wasn't mad at it. The guy that plays Will is an excellent actor. You know I've loved Harriet forever, so their chemistry is just real good together. Okay, so they get together. And the problem is Dawn all of a sudden has decided that even though 
though she's cool with Harriet, she wants nothing to do with her dad. And like the worst thing in the world would be her dad getting with Harriet. And so when she finds out that that's what happened, she decides she's going to leave and be homeless. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Dummy, you were out here trying to establish a solid home so you could bring your son back into it. Okay, your dad is back. Yes, mother figure. You got a job. Why not just use all that to get your son back home instead of being like, you're sleeping with mom. I'm going to be homeless and sell stolen candy for $3.50. What? No. <laughs> Stupid. What do y'all think about Dawn, Will, and Harriet? <laughs> I think she's being petty by telling them who they, who, who they can be with. Yeah, uh, none of her business. Yeah. I think it's odd because I wouldn't want to be with somebody that passed away. Right. But. But if they if they choose to be, I don't think she should decide who they will. I don't care. <laughs> That's what I thought she was gonna be like. I don't give a damn about any of them. <laughs> I, I really don't. I could honestly care less about any of those three people or anything having to do with it. I don't care. <laughs> now you were feeling Harriet when she was with Kane. <laughs> oh, okay. So if Kane gets with Will, you'll like him then. <laughs> well, you know what his name said. My Lord Savior of Emberdale, man. When he leaves, I'll cry. But you know what his name said? He's got those eyes. You just get lost in those eyes. Yeah. He does have some sharp eyes. Yeah. I will say, yeah. he's, up for, uh, he's up for Actor of the Year for the End Soap Awards. Oh, he was for the British Soap Awards, too. I'm not surprised. Uh, but, yeah, him they, and David both. They played all that good. So, Liz, now, you, did you get to the part where, like, uh, he had the job at the garage and then Kane found out who he was? I know that he... I know that he got the job at the garage. I didn't know that Kane figured out who he was. Okay. There's some interesting stuff yeah. coming up that you'll probably like. <laughs> Yay! He's going to get the shipping out of Kane! I didn't say all that. It's just interesting because yeah. it plays to the history. Yes. Did yeah. you know that Harriet and uh, Kane had been together, uh, Shane? Or no? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Well, anyway, yeah, of course you did because you watched the story and they, they mentioned it. But Yeah. 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 But yeah, Dawn needs to focus on her own life and making uh, things cool with uh, Ryan is what the hell she needs to focus on and dealing with, you know, just chilling out around her son. Baby. But yeah, Dawn's a mess. She needs to stop tripping. <laughs> stop selling. She keeps quit selling factory chocolates, too. For, for, for $3. She's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> this will pay for that trip to Disneyland right here. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. 2045, baby. I'm going to send the grandkids. <laughs> so stupid. I'm going to call out another stupid thing. Uh, Jacob and Eric being mad at David for hooking up with, uh, what's her name? Layla. Layla. I was like, what is, on, bro? 
I'm like, what is wrong with all these people in grown folks' business? I mean, Eric cheated on Val. Jacob fucked David's girlfriend. And them motherfuckers got the nerve to be acting all up and high and mighty because... He can't get an ugly woman, can he? <laughs> and him and Lena always been good together. So I'm like, shit. And then Eric deciding that because of the hookup, he is going to be the best father figure for bro Lita that he can. I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, from what I gather, he probably wasn't back in the day. No, I mean, shit, he killed his last wife, so what kind of father is he? <laughs> Eric's trash. Damn. Damn, Damn come on I now. that. Yeah, Eric's trash. So, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't with... With all that, yes. What about you, Lance? How you feel about uh, all the David and Layla and Jacob and Eric acting on high mileage? My thing is, is I'm gonna, you know, transition because David's downfall in life is actually my scene of the week, mm-hmm. or like my best scene, because you see how David starts off saying, oh, this is going to be the best thing for you. And Jacob, the little punk who I just want to castrate, says, I love Maya. I love Maya. I love Maya so much. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Maya is leaving. You ain't going to get nothing from it. And he just keeps, like, he punches him in the face. He pretty you much. You got to realize, though, man, this is boy's first piece, man. So he's going to be kind of. But hold on, actually, let's keep it real though. It's not his first piece. He's already slept with another little girl on the show. There's another show. It's uh, was that Bernice's daughter? Bernice's daughter. Yeah. So that ain't his first. But now it's 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 his first taste of grown pussy. But that's the thing. That was his daddy's. I mean, you don't do that. You just know. No. 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 Once he found out his, or once David found out and got her arrested, his brain just started shutting off. And then, you know, he made out with, or he didn't even full out sleep with Lena. He just kissed her twice. And they made it out as if it was a whole big thing. Tracy did, Priya did, all of them did. And I'm just like, dude, that's messed up. Quit making him feel worse about himself. They're all jealous because they want the dick. That's all that is. <laughs> yeah, and probably. Tracy comes in and is like the, you know, was, voice of reason saying, I'm going to help you the best I can. And, I'm, and then he tries kissing her and I'm like, dude, just stop. And then he goes to therapy and tries to get better and, you know, talks to him through a door and (laughs) they're all stoic and sad. And when Liv finally comes in, hey, let's play video games and you can speak. But, you know, I, I liked David's, you know, whole transition through the entire process from Maya getting arrested to Maya going to jail. Yeah. Yes. How you feel about the Maya David stuff, brother Sean? Glad it's up. Glad it's over. As far yes. as the Maya part, uh, yes. I, th- I mean, it was a good story. I thought it was a bit drug out, a little bit too long. Uh, I think it should have been caught sooner. Uh, I think it shouldn't have happened at all. Hmm. Agreed. Well, yeah. <laughs> My only standpoint on it is is. Uh, from a society standpoint, I kind of like the story. 
because it showed a teacher that was female yes. that had sex yeah. with a dude. Purple and finally, they got some justice Yes, that was legit, you know. Instead of a, oh, you're going to get six months house arrest and $5,000 fine. It's right. like, like uh, uh, who's your face there, Megan? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, and people don't realize that a, man, that a dude, even though, yes, he's a guy and we, you know, supposedly in society we love sex more than women, which I you know, that depends. I'm not going into all that. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's, not, that's, not, that's not always the case. Right. Uh, but let's just say for, for, for stereotype reasons, purposes, let's say that's true. Still and yet, a young 15, 16-year-old kid that's never had a taste of anything gets with a teacher that's in her 30s, 40s, whatever the case may be, and gets it on. He gets an attachment to that person. Then you take them away from them and put them in jail. you got to realize there is going to be some mental and emotional scarring there. Yes. Uh-huh. That could very well affect that kid for the rest of his life as far as choices on who he dates down the road. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of like that storyline, how they went with it. I mean, like I said, it was drug out too long. That's for yes. sure. But I kind of like the storyline because I'm glad she went to jail. I'm glad finally somebody was caught and done something, you know, in that area. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think I'm glad they're finally showing some... Uh, Involvement. We're trying to make it up between Jacob and David. They're starting to make some groundwork. Get some groundwork going. Eric Sanjana attacks. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That was. I thought that was kind of a good twist. I like that. And uh, and it's the blood work they go and check out, and it has the results. And Jacob shows up. So I was glad to see that. And he was there for him. Is he could have been a real asshole and said, "Oh, I hope he's all right," but I ain't gonna check on hell. Ain't my business. But he did. So uh, and Jacob has been more than an asshole for the past year. So yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's nice to see him switching to uh, to something better. I think when right. this, this storyline started, Lens and I talked about how we appreciated the fact that it was a teach a female teacher as a sexual predator because it is always men vilified. Um, I yeah. don't know if it's true or not, but you know, of course, men perpetrate this a lot. But it's also important to see how uh, there. are Manipulation can happen across both genders, and young boys can be just as impressionable as young yeah. women can. You know, I think oh, yeah. always putting the woman in the position of being the victim, I think, lessens the impact that it can have on some young boys as well. Because you know, I mean, the, then the stereotype is, you know, hey, it's hey, what you got a hot teacher that's older than you that's into you? Of course, you'd hit that. And I appreciate how Emmerdale's playing those beats and having David like over here, the guys laugh about that and being like, oh, really? So you're gonna tell me that what my son went through wasn't anything serious? You know, right. if, you know, if it happened to them, they would have been just as angry as David. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that 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 was excellent. Yeah. Maya's ass needs to get sitting down. I'm glad for it. Uh, think she'll I, ever be back. I hope not. I'm done with her. She's she's annoying. I can't. Yeah, I think I think she probably I'm hoping she's gone. The only thing I could see them trying to do is trying to bring it back. Not now, like, you know, two, three years down the road, but even after uh, Jacob's in his early 20s. Yeah. And dating somebody else, and they I, could have it. Or married. Or married, yeah, for that. I'm not because it's it's already taking him too long to understand that he was assaulted. Now, so I don't want them to be backsliding because uh, what right. I feel like they need to focus on now is helping Jacob to understand that his actions were wrong. Because what I don't like is basically I feel like 
David and everybody keep rewarding Jacob for bad behavior. So that motherfucker yeah. called his parents out their name, then was at their house a couple of days later yeah. uh, trying to get his Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. That shit would have been, I would have crashed that bitch right in front of, I would have took that Xbox, smashed yeah. it to pieces on Throw the front of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, talking yeah. to me crazy and then going to be doing that shit. Punching well, Daddy in the face and then uh, yeah. coming home to get close. Shit. Fuck that. <laughs> his, his wrong is is yeah seduced and manipulated and whatever but his wrong is it should have been a teacher that his daddy wasn't dating because right. the fact of the matter right. is is right. he knew it was wrong because it's his dad, dad's chick, you know girlfriend you don't do that shit no matter what age they are and that's what <laughs> pisses me off more about his arrogance is that he knows that he cheated with his dad's girlfriend but he's acting like he has the upper ground. No, you're stupid. You were sexually abused and you betrayed your family. I don't give a fuck if David isn't your biological father. He's raised you since you were like 10. So he's been in your life more than your own goddamn daddy was. Respect him, you know. But he, he keeps saying every five minutes, I'm not a kid. I'm not a kid. I'm not a kid. You know, the only people who say I'm not a kid are kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm so he says I'm exactly. not a kid, acts like a kid, and won't be man enough to be responsible for his own behaviors, his own mistakes, and, and own any of that. So, yeah, Jacob, get fucked. A couple months ago, I was like, oh, I kind of feel sorry for Jacob. And Lance was like, boy, you stupid. He's an idiot. I'm t fully with you. Jacob's an idiot. I'm over him, girl. <laughs> I think you yeah, I think, I the, like, I think I we got it. It was like, I called that shit out before it even started. I'm like, he's going to fuck her. And yeah. he's going to be an idiot about it. And yeah, you didn't believe just, me at first. He should have just he had been done with it. Yeah. Well, he said, been like, hey, it's overdone. When she come back, say, look, ain't no more. That's it. <laughs> and he had a moment when he was like that. And it was good. But then he, he went back to, you know, the stupidest thing is every time he looks at Maya. Like, when she was being led off to jail. He runs and he's at the gate and sees her walking into the, being led to the squad bar or whatever, or the prison the van or whatever. And he's like, Maya, I love you. He looks so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. that was like, you, you know I'm a sucker for a good man cry. Yeah. That's a boy cry. And it was yeah. a boy cry. It was yeah. even worth the tears. Yeah. That, yeah. that was no, that was no, uh, uh, yeah, no. I wouldn't give out a scene of the week, that's for sure. Yeah, that was a Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, did you have any other scenes of the week, Mama? Uh, Lisa's funeral. Uh, yeah. Everything about Lisa's funeral, even the after stuff, like, she left letters for everybody, and hearing her voice reading all those letters to them, Kane and Debbie making up, kind of, sort of, um, <laughs> you know. I cried because there was a lot of man crying, Marlon man crying, sort of, kind of man crying. Uh, <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah, yeah, Kane had, Kane had a tear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, the fact that Zach would read his letter till later. The fact that she left Belle a bucket list of stuff that she wanted people to do afterwards, like walking on coals and learning how to waltz. Uh, and getting almost fired by Graham. 
and get almost fired by Graham. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, the pig race. The <laughs> I mean, that, that, what really killed me about that was the wedding was absolutely wonderful. They got married. She went and got changed, told the dog that not to let her fall asleep. He walked away. She fell asleep, and she died, and it was heartbreaking, and the funeral was just fun and and what Lisa would have wanted, and I thought it was well done. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, uh, that was one of my things was the uh, funeral scene, or, or the ashes was the pig when they put out a the pig farm because I think that was the best place you could have put her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't mad at Zach when he was like, "Yeah, I didn't really get rid of Lisa's ass." <laughs> nah, I wasn't mad. Either. I thought it was kind of comical, really, because yeah, he couldn't. He, he loved. Well, he loved that woman for most of the time they were married. <laughs> yeah, like there were there were times uh-huh. where he made mistakes. Joni <laughs> said, "Said woman died of a brain aneurysm. Brain aneurysm or heart attack? I don't remember, girl. We I don't remember Joni. One of the two things, and he went back to her, so it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna miss Lisa. I think she's an excellent actress, uh, Jane Cox, and uh, she is. She is definitely the heart of that show. Is is ripped out. Miss my girl." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh dear. We 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 cried about it at the start of the show yesterday, so we ain't gonna get back into that. Oh goodness. What uh did, was that your single All right. Yeah, what what do you have for uh Emmerdale, Shane? Uh Lydia's performance as a whole I thought was very well done. Uh I even like the story of it to be honest. Uh I thought it was kind of cool that they had it, you know, how they went about it, how, you know, he goes down to the police station to try to report her missing and then she's already there and uh, how she's upset that she's not being arrested. Just her whole performance as a whole is uh, very well done. In my opinion. And uh, uh, that's my, for, I, I don't really have it as a particular scene itself in one spot. It's just her in general. I thought it was very well done. Yeah, that's okay. And she is a good actress, you know, I'll say. Yeah. The, I hate the la- character, though. Yeah, the last producer brought her in, so Lens and I kind of feel oh, okay. not the best about her. But it's 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 an interesting story. Um, I actually have for one of my scenes of the week, Zach yelling that she will never be Lisa. <laughs> just because yeah. that, was, that was just another cathartic moment where uh. this actress is there and we, we are missing another actress and this is what we've been thinking and like what we've been thinking comes out on screen. But yeah, the it, it's it's an interesting relationship uh, and it's an interesting twist that they uh, did on the story. And I'm going to give love to Emmerdale's current producers for this because I didn't know where they were going with this whole Bones popping up thing. Yeah. But it was interesting because really her backstory wasn't fleshed out too much and this was right. a very interesting way to, and a unique way to kind of uh, deepen her connection to the Dingles. So yeah, I, I completely understand yeah. that. Completely understand. Yes. And baby girl, I know you didn't see that, so I'm not going to ask you about all that. Hey, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have another scene of the week as well? I guess my other one would be uh, probably... Uh, Bob and Kane is when uh, he 
it's kind of a funny twist is that the uh, when he goes up to uh, Nate had already been fired by Mora, <laughs> and uh, he goes out there and says, "Well, I'm gonna do something good because he done sold the carriage for Debbie that Debbie and Bell were supposed to have." And uh, so he goes out there and tells him, "Hey, me and you never gonna get along. That's gonna that's just the way it is. But you got your job back. He says you can come back to work on the farm." And I'm like, dude, don't you realize you just put the rooster back in the hen house? And I was like, what are they doing? And Liz, you haven't seen this yet, but uh, Lens, uh, so basically, uh, Nate comes on to Myra finally after all this fucking buildup. Nate comes on to Myra and they're about to kiss uh, in the barn that's working together. And as they're getting close to kissing, Myra's like, look, I need you to go. Uh, you need to get your shit. You need to go. You're getting me. You're getting me too wet. I got a husband. I can't be doing all this. <laughs> and dude is like, uh, if that's what you want, sis. So he packs up his shit and leaves. And then Kane comes back home, and he like, well, dude, going. And she like, now nah, he had to go. And Kane like, what you mean he had to go? You ain't got enough workers to work this damn farm. It's just you and Pete, and Pete, who she also had a thing with. And so. Yeah, like- she had things with Pete too. Yeah. So yeah. what Emberdale does is have Kane work to convince Nate to come back home. Then Pete, who is also into Myra, go to Nate and Myra to convince yeah. him to come back. So all of Myra to slept with are like yeah. putting Nate back in her bed, and it's just so eventually she's just like, okay, I guess he's back. She must be pretty good. We're getting around. Come on now. So see where she cheats. It's gonna be on Kane. <laughs> She's like, I told you. Yeah. So yeah, but that was interesting. I You about uh, have a great spot. Look, of the three, like honestly, I don't I don't know. Something about Nate I don't like, so <laughs> I don't. Same here. Same you know, here. Yeah, he he he's too much of a man whore for me to actually care for him. Yeah, you know. M- Myra and Kane I've loved from the jump because I love both actors on Emmerdale long term. Pete, the guy who plays Pete, was on Hollyoaks for a number of years, so me and Lindsay know him, love him. He's been great, and he has excellent chemistry with Myra. Kane has excellent chemistry with Myra. This brother, Nate, I don't get this. I don't know why he's fucking everybody in in the I don't town. think he's all that in a bag of chips myself. Yeah, I ain't one. I, I don't get it. There have been, like, sexy guys who've been on the show who've been more charismatic. My brother, just he doesn't have that. Like, honestly, Ellis has more of that. Yeah, his his brother. Ellis don't have nothing. I like Ellis. I think of the brothers that are on the show, Ellis is the best. So, oh yeah, definitely. Him and Bill, like I, I could see Nate and Billy could hook up and be born together. Like that's that's what I think should happen. Like just let them hook up and be born. Nate is interesting when he's like bucking up against Kane. Like I like that he's strong against Kane and is kind of helping Amy. But we all know he getting ready to fuck Myra, so that's gonna be nothing. Yeah. And then Myra yeah. and him are not gonna last long term. That brother does not. Have have enough chemistry for all that so to me it just feels right. like a waste of time so i'm yeah i'm not i figure he's be, off the show by the end of the year i'm saying like i'm not gonna be mad at myra and some because kane has cheated on her so you know hey you yeah. your wife cheats you cheat you, or your husband cheats yeah. you cheat you're even you can stay together perfect but yeah, yeah i just yeah. it just seems like a waste of time <laughs> just a waste of time yes i don't think we've talked about nate baby girl what you think of my nate do you like him or you, you ain't feeling him? No. Yeah, I Not just, at all. Yeah. I, like I said, I think he's just 
somebody is trying to get in anybody's pants. I, I imagine him being like one of those people who can walk up to any person on the street and they'll say, yeah, I'll have sex with you. <laughs> and then they do. Yeah. That's and, then he feels, and then he feels remorse for it. And, and he goes on his merry way back to his cute little trailer out in the middle of nowhere. And he, I swear he was about ready to have Debbie for a go. I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, you, you, if, if, if Debbie sleeps with him, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you know the last time Aaron lost a boyfriend, he decided he liked brothers and he took off with Ed. What about yep. if whatever happens with Robert happens and Robert is off the show, what if Aaron and, and uh, Nate start fucking? Oh, oh. <laughs> I want uh, you, you know what I really want? I want old Aaron back. Yep. I, I want the Aaron back who dealt with somebody with a disability, fell in love, and was, you know, happy, joyous, loveness. Yeah. I, not, not, not this. Yeah. Not, 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 I want to have a baby. I'm like, dude, no. I will tell you, <laughs> I am glad that we have the good producers on Emmerdale that we have now, and I'm interested in seeing what they do with Aaron after Robert is gone, because Robert's been trash. It's still not, like, Patty, like, Chaz still doesn't know that he tried to kill kill her. Like, Aaron still doesn't know that Robert killed his mama. Uh, he, I think he knows about Patty because they got held he hostage knows together. About Patty. Right? But yeah. they're, they're, Aaron's going to have a lot of uh, recovery to do after this relationship. So I'm interested in seeing where it goes. And yeah, born ass Nate ain't it, but I'm just, I'm just spitballing. <laughs> yeah. Spitballing. Yes. What's your other scene of the week, bro? No, that's all I got for this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what I got. I'm going to do just two uh, quick little scenes. Um, I like the scene between David and Charity, where David yeah. was asking Charity's advice for how to be a better father to uh, to his son, because mm. she had a whole bunch of bullshit that went down between her and Debbie. Like I, I like it when Emmerdale takes characters that have stories that don't seem like they have a parallel and then highlight the parallel. Yeah, I thought I thought they were really good together. And uh, yeah, uh, do you have thoughts on Charity? Because you're newer to Charity, you don't know her full history. No, uh, no, I don't know much about her. Do you, how you feel about what you've seen so far? Uh, I like her, mm-hmm. and I, uh, uh, so what what I've seen of her, I don't know. Like I said, she might have been evil back in the day, but what I've seen of her so far, I like. <laughs> Look, he, he already got it. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> But but, she, uh, but she's she's still good. Like we used to hate her, and now we like her. Oh, okay. <laughs> it took me a long time to like Charity. Yeah. Took yeah. a long time. She was with Kane too, was she? Yeah. Uh, so listen, it's a cabin in the woods to make me like Charity. Charity <laughs> and Kane are cousins. Oh, okay. And okay. Charity's daughter is Abby with Kane. Yes. Mm. Yep. Interesting. But 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 there <laughs> she is. She lucky. She normal. Handful <laughs> though, because she was a prostitute when she slept with Kane, uh, and they didn't know at the time, right? Yeah. Uh, 
I get, you know, you know, I learned on this show they were cousins. It was one. Yes, you know, because I, I was I, what I told you. Exactly. They were you know, I went on that about that for like five minutes. I'm like, what? What you mean, they cousins? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, man. What the hell? That's crazy. But yes, that is definitely the kissing love. cousins. Elvis Preston wrote a song about that. That's who they are. <laughs> <laughs> and my last uh, scene of the week to close it out. I need Kim and Pete to fuck. I need it to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get it over with. Kim and Pete together yeah. was good. I loved it. I did not expect it. But it was I'm sorry, Pete and Rona are boring as fuck. I can't I can't with Pete. Pete, more, Pete and Rona didn't belong together. I didn't yeah. even think they were cute together before she had her hysterectomy. I'm about done I'm about done with the whole menopause story. I'll tell <laughs> you that. Trash. I mean I'm not nothing against women. I realize it's probably a tough thing to deal with you know, and I know I've never had to deal with it, and I'm grateful for it. But I'm tired of this damn story. Yes. Suck it up, Buttercup. And you know, Rona <laughs> is the character that broke up um, Marlon and Patty's friendship, like we were telling you earlier. She used to date Marlon, and she decided to cheat with Patty, and then their friendship was broken up for like two years. So I have mm. hated Rona ever since then, and I do not give a damn about any story she's in. I like yeah. Pete, and I hate the fact that I have to watch Pete in scenes with Rona because I can't stand Rona neither. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. But Kim and Pete, I thought, had some hot chemistry, and I was actually kind of shocked when Kim went up to go take a little shot when she came downstairs and Pete was gone uh, and I'm also yeah. and I'm also not yeah. feeling this thing where everybody is like when her son is acting all nice to her but her him his wife and Rona are working against Kim for some reason I'm not feeling that at all but the good part right. is I saw some chemistry between Kim and Pete that I think is hot and you know, Pete's whole family is now off the show so he's going to need something yeah, to they do. all died or left exactly so I think because she can have her little boy toy living there she could be the grown woman with her boy toy living there uh, her young son has his grown woman wife I think that dynamic would be interesting <laughs> yes right. so there's that so with that I will say that I'm at Brother Soap and I'm at Lindsay Amanda and I'm at DJ Sugar Shane. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, this is a long show. I ain't do no coat. Y'all still love us. It's all good. Get out of here. Go. <laughs> Have fun. Live. Bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>